Now, uh, help me out, Blaster. Transform and play something uh, nice. And now, a nice and nifty musical selection for easy listening. <laughs> Hold on to your dancing shoes and go, man, go! One shall stand, one shall fall. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to One Shall Stand, One Shall Fall, a Transformers TCG podcast broadcasting live from an underground bunker in the middle of the murky Midlands. I want to boot some Decepticon right in his turbocharger. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down, cliff jumper. Wow. Seriously, put that gun down. You're going to kill somebody in this studio. Goodness. Right. Anyway, I'm your uh, host, Lee, from Blue Top Productions. And uh, today, I have a motley crew of people to talk everything about Transformers the TCG. That's right. The trading card game based on the cartoon from the 80s. This podcast will talk about news about the Transformers the TCG, new releases, deck profiles, and stuff that's happening in the community. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy. One shall stand, one shall fall. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, and welcome to another episode of One Shall Stand, One Shall Fall. The only, and one and only... Transformers TCG podcast out there on the airwaves. And we've got a bit of a special, relaxing, amazing, chill conversation podcast today. I'm I'm excited to just kick up the feet, literally get the pipe out, you know, just blow bubbles like Bart Simpson, you know, just live in the dream because I've joined once again by my good and brand new and dear close friend, Dave Cook from the Energon Hustlers. How are you doing, Dave? Good evening. Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Yeah, looking forward to a more relaxed episode after our marathon review sessions for the last four. The last True. four have just been I... like card analysis, card analysis, card analysis. So I'm know. looking forward to this. I, I, feel, I feel like we've gone on an epic journey and this is the time where we can just sit back and go like, wow, we did so much and now we get to chill. And by the title, you guys, we have someone very special with us. From across the pond, from uh, the Canadian Alps, I, be- I believe I said on uh, one of the reviews, <laughs> is my good friend Matt from Matterfoot, aka Matterfoot. How you doing, Matt? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, guys. Hanging out in the Canadian I Alps. So, yeah, the Canadian Alps. Mm-hmm. You know, we love it. We love you, and uh, it's good to it's good to have you back. Obviously, you were a part of the Deck Tech Challenge, and uh, you're a part of the Arc. So it's uh, nice to. Uh, just get you on a podcast and we get to just discuss about Transformers and just hang out and probably pick your brain a little bit about the arc and the design process and stuff like that. So we're, we're both looking forward to it. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's, yeah, thanks for coming on um, for the recording, dude. Like, it's, it's an honor to, to get to ch- have a proper chat with you. You know, we've been conversing a lot via Facebook Messenger, normally me sending you pictures of, of my games. <laughs> <laughs> and you sending me pictures of the filth that you've been brewing. <laughs> but no, it's really cool to actually have a, like a proper chat. You know, we had a brief video call the other day, didn't we? And um, it's cool to finally sort of talk properly. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to this, man. We've got some some Q&A session with, like, from, from the Facebook community and from my local community. And awesome. I know Lee's been harvesting questions as well so yeah um, yeah it's gonna it's gonna be cool it's gonna be cool (laughs) i'm Um, just yeah just get to nerd out i think i'm super pumped and i'm 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 so ready to go let's do it right so 
Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm not. We're not gonna go straight into the Q and A. I'm gonna give Matt a little bit of a spiel right now because, uh, as we do with every podcast that we've had a special guest on, if you don't know who Matterfer is, unfortunately, you've been living under a rock, uh, and I apologize for that. But Matt, uh, can you just give us a little bit of a background of who you are, what you do in the TCG community, and all that stuff? And and maybe let's go with the. Uh, Let's uh, go with a bit of an icebreaker after all that with your favorite Decepticon and your favorite Autobot. <laughs> well, uh, most times people will know that my favorite uh, Autobot has always been Inferno. Both you and Inferno have shown great bravery today. With friends like these, real friends, it's easy to be brave. Uh, I do have a, a quick love for Sideswipe, but it's always been the big boy Inferno. Love him to death. And uh, for mostly for just my my Decepticon, I'll have to go with Starscream. Someday I'll be giving the orders, Rumble. You'll do what I say. Look, Starscream, Megatron is strong. He's merciless. He can't be beaten. And you'll never be our leader. I will find a way. Everyone has a weakness. Yeah? Well, not Megatron. We shall see. It's, he's just a, a quick love to my heart, even though I did make Skybite. Skybite is kind of the version of Starscream for that show. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay then, Matt. So uh, give us a quick spiel. Like, uh, what, oh, who are you in the community? And, and also, let's, let's, we'll drop it in because they're a British band. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> who, 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 who are you, mate? Who are you? All right, so uh, so my name is Matt, uh, Matt Cobbett. I'm from Canada, and I'm part of the Transformers TCG community. I first kind of popped up roughly right around the same time as Powered by Primus and Wreck and Rule. I was part of that small community at first that was making videos for Transformers. And, uh, you know, I had some funny and kind of weird ones that came out, and people seemed to like them, and I, I did a, a couple giveaways. And the channel kind of all kind of started just because um, my buddy Jamie sent me a Bumblebee. And from there, it just kind of bloomed from that. And from, you know, Wizards noticed me. You know, they sent me some cards and did some reveals, and uh, I've been known to make some fun, you know, decks just for beginner players and also some janky stuff. So, yeah, that's that's me. I'm also a member of the Ark and uh, one of the main idea guys there. So, yes, the Ark, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be getting to that very briefly. Trust me, trust me. I'm excited <laughs> to pick uh, Matt's brain. Seriously. I feel, I feel like we've got some great questions from the community. And also, uh, we just want to say thank you to all you guys out there who submitted your questions on the Facebooks and stuff. Yeah, thanks, everyone. You know, it's, 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 we've got some really, really, really interesting questions as well, covering quite a lot of subjects, not just, just, just the arc and everything, but like kind of in general sort of Transformers. So it's really cool. Awesome. Yeah, and it's it's pretty it's really really awesome. We're really really happy about that. And if you want your questions being read, comment below on this video. If you're listening to this via the Podbean medium, I apologize. You can't really comment, but you can find it on YouTube, and you can comment on it, and you can basically get your question in, and we'll add it to the mailbag, and we'll eventually get round to reading it. Because yeah, we've 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 emptied it a little bit for this uh, this episode, but we've got a few few still uh, lingering in there. So please 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 give us questions. We love it. So, uh, Dave, should we kick off um, with just talking about the arc a little bit and just trying to invade Matt's brain a little bit in the nicest way possible? What do what you think? What should we do? <laughs> yeah, that well, that sounds good. Um, just really from, from, from an outside perspective, you know, we, we had a really devastating uh, um, bit of news in July when Wizards of the Coast said, that's it, guys, we're done. Um, you know, Hasbro pulled the plug um, because the game obviously didn't sell 
like Magic the Gathering and D&D did. So, <laughs> yeah, we can say this now. It's true. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, obviously, just just to be given that sort of light from yourselves at the arc, you know, you know just to hear that it's almost like a super group of Transforms content creators coming together to record stuff, you know, how did how did it all come about? Who who first broached the idea of, of forming this super well, band? Uh, it's like- <laughs> well, it, it kind of it came all of us together. We're, we're all a group of friends and uh, everybody kind of is equal within the group. So nobody nobody really has a bigger share than anybody else. We, we all kind of came together and uh, my buddy Dan from Blues and Attack uh, reached out to me and he kind of called me during the day of the game to cancel and we both just sat there on the phone silently just kind of not sure what to say about the game being over and we were like we have to do something about this and slowly after that you know our group started slowly coming together and our members began joining and after that we had the arc and uh we were trying to think of something what to call it and i suggested a name why not the arc because jamie had made some beautiful artwork on a playmat that he had uh, recently made with optimus and there's a nice picture of the arc in the background and all the guys threw in a lot of bunch of information and we just kind of put it together you know Awesome. It's really, really thematic, isn't it, as well? The yes. arc, you know, that is, you know, that's episode one of G1, the arc, where they leave Cybertron. You know, it's it's such a cool name and it really fits um, the Transformers universe as well. So it, it's yeah, really cool. exactly. You know? And, you know, the, you know all, all, all of the content creators that are involved as well, you know, a massive part of the community over the last sort of couple of years as well. So it's... it's it's so cool that you could all come together. Yeah, it, it was it was great. And, like, it really represented, like, you know, a new beginning. Because, like, Wes, even Wes would quote the fact that it's as, like, you know, it's, it's something new being, like, the arc is leaving from Cybertron. The old game is dying. And something brand new is starting. And we kind of wanted to kind of just show that uh, we were here and we wanted to make something for the fans and really make something that people would like. Awesome. So. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll... I'll, I'll piggyback off that one then so so matt obviously it's been it's been interesting seeing all the collaborators working together like like dave said obviously i i'm I'm a huge wrestling fan so i feel like you know it's like the the four horsemen have been basically been gathered oh yeah (laughs) Uh, and it's and it's been awesome to see it's really really been cool to to see see how this project has progressed because obviously we didn't know there was going to be a wave two then on the end of the pdf there is a lovely thing that says wave two coming very soon so (laughs) So going back to going back to wave one briefly before we jump to, to wave two, um, obviously with with such a huge um, back catalog of characters and battle cards and stuff like that, how did you guys approach it uh, for wave one? Did you did you all have like a certain theme in mind? Because obviously with with mainly your battle cards, I can I can say this if you haven't seen it, guys. Matt is a huge fan <laughs> of the movie, and there's a lot of cards named from the movie so i'm assuming that was probably one of the driving forces was there was there anything else that you wanted to kind of like put out in your first wave or any ideas that were rock solid and then it just kind of branched from well there? speaking for myself when the wave first came out we were we were kind of all throwing ideas at it at the board and what would happen was someone would pitch an idea and everybody would look at the idea and we'd all kind of you know talk about it and think of ways to either improve it or take away or you know we'd bin it or keep it and eventually it would come out from there and every kind of character and idea kind of went through that process and i because nick is such a huge fan of galvatron cyclonus 
and Scourge, and because Salty was making Rodimus, I, I kind of stepped back from making my Hot Rod so that we could focus on those characters and make battle cards and thematic characters that kind of fell in line with the theme of the movie. So I spent hours just re-watching the movie every day, listening to the music by Stan Bush, and going really into the details of the characters to try to figure out how I could make that happen. So... Awesome. Dave, do you want to fire something else? We'll keep going. We'll keep going. We'll go back and forth, Dave, you and me. We'll bombard yeah, him with all the um, questions. We'll and like I said, it's really, it's really something that like every member had a process. And like there was moments where Wes would be like, why don't we add this to this card that would improve it better? Like things with Apex Armor or other cards with, uh, you know, with Jazz. Like another card, Jazz, was, Wes was a really big help with Jazz as well. So, you know, but either way, uh, yeah. what was the question, Dave? Sorry. <laughs> I can go on tangent sometimes. Oh, no, dude, no, dude. Fine, we want you yeah. tangents. We want it. We want the tangents. I'm trying. I'm, what I'm going to try and do is not ask questions that are in our Q and A from the fans. It's really, really hard to do. Yeah. So, I, you know, how how soon after um, the the official news? had you all decided to come together and be the arc you know is, is there a sort of a timeline involved was it like pretty much straight away or was it you uh, know a couple of months down the line or we we kind of had we i can't really say give all specifics but it was pretty quickly right after the game died but we had all been friends before that and some connections either by playing video games together or by our channels or talking we would share each other's content we, we were a big fan of all the communities on there so we would always check out everybody else's uh channels and when it came to actually join we, we was most of the people that were closest and uh, just channels that really got along and had a lot of just thematic ways of working together. So, and I, I felt that's probably the reason why we joined together so quickly because all of our ideas just immediately started rubbing off each other and uh, it, it really went really quickly. So awesome. Cool. Yeah. It, you can, you can definitely tell like, I, I can almost just hear Nick in the initial meetings like, I want Galvatron. I want oh, yeah. this. I want that. Oh, yeah, Nick, Nick, Nick is like, he is, he's such a huge help to this project like that he spearheads it and like really pushes everybody through he he's kind of like the grumpy old grandpa sometimes but he really really like loves everything about this and wants everything to be great so it's so cool yeah. awesome yeah you can definitely see the passion mm. f from the whole team oh the whole team every the, card. The about you know like just looking at the set in detail which you know you know we me and lee have both done it. it's just just the passion there, the flavor, the flavor. And that's that's what sold the set to, to me personally, was the flavor. You know, I was like, I need this. I need to order it. The day it's released, I'm mm -hmm. ordering a professionally done set. Oh, yeah. So, and, yeah, yeah. No, fantastic. And everybody had a big hand in that. Salty was one of the ones as well. And Joe and RJ, Mike and Carl and uh, Brian as well at the beginning. And uh, like I said, and Adam with Blues on Attack, we, we all had a big hand in like making that big theme. But the 86 theme for the movie was probably... I, they'll, they'll, they'll admit that's probably my fault, <laughs> but it's probably my fault. But uh, I, I think it worked out in the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel like obviously um, with this, uh, with the, with this wave, like Dave and me said in the, the the reviews, it does feel like an official release. How many? I'm assuming, like you said, loads of characters being thrown left, right, and center. Um, can we cheekily ask and say which ones were unfortunately left on the cutting room floor, which divided oh, yeah. the arc a little bit, maybe? I'm just uh, saying. Yeah. I, li I like hearing the controversy behind designing <laughs> aspects and stuff like that. There is a couple, and uh, save for later waves. Uh, the main one was the main one is a hot rod that I made, so that'll probably be that 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 may see some light. We're not sure, but uh, that and uh, 
some other cards that we're still holding on to. We don't want to talk about yet because I know that the guys are still kind of want to keep those in the secrets. But uh, you'll you'll see some combiners in the next set. That's for awesome. sure. That's good. That's, that's good all. I, that's, that's all I can really say. So yeah. I love it. I love it. I'm not going to pry too much. Yeah, but you know that we're here, and you know we love big boys. Just saying is all. You know it. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> saying the, the purple and the purple and blue is poo. Just saying, and I can say this because it's no longer a real thing. Well done, Wizards, for screwing up the best combiner ever in the world. Good job. Good mm -hmm. design. Space. I mean, we, we we may see an even new Devastator. We never know. You know. Who if knows? we if we do. I'm I'm just going to I'm just going to have to fly to Canada and give you a hug I guess. Um and, and all the guys. Mm. But no, um just talking about the design aspect then. So obviously um when when the game finished in wave 5, uh, obviously there was a huge Decepticon curve. Like Decepticons really were like, "Yep, take this character, take this character, you win." And it's and it's true we can say this horrible and Sky Shadow and a few others yeah. made the game really, really powerful. So going into the art, was was bringing Autobots kind of back to the, the forefront uh, kind of a big thing? Because there's some amazing, amazing Autobots in this, which can really like bring them back to the curve. Like we've already talked about it. Your broken Bumblebee is fantastic. We love yep. that guy. My, um, my, my broken Bumblebee, <laughs> yes. Bob is just yes. mad. Um, the new Jazz is incredible. Um, obviously, mm -hmm. you know, the cards you worked on, Sideswipe and Sunstreaker, like Dave and me love them. <laughs> like we've refused to build them because we don't want to drive away new players and old players. I, I just I just want Claire to still play. <laughs> exactly. They, they, exactly. They, they will make a friend mad at you if you play them against a new person. Exactly. So so was that one of the things going into it was trying to make, you know, trying to bring back a little bit of balance to the game because obviously Decepticons, when the game got cancelled, they were very, very much pushed to the forefront. So going into the, to, to the wave was there like we need to bring it back to like a, a bit of a balance? Uh, there was kind of a bit of that at the beginning. We, we didn't want to base everything on just the ruling dynamic because if you run everything against the, the most top three decks, that's not testing everything in the in the actual game. So when we did that at the beginning, we wanted to make cards that everybody liked and everybody wanted to play, but also helped balance the Autobots and bring them at least to the forefront so they, they could compete a bit. Bumblebee is one of the key competitive cards in the, in the set, as well as Trilithium Plating to deal with Pierce. Uh, you'll see a lot of the cards in the set are just for kind of fun. Some are kind of janky and some are actually very much a competitive card, especially the touch, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially that yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I get I get rates serious, so serious. Sorry. <laughs> well, ha having played, the, especially the touch. Yeah, I, I, we 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 played um, Unicron raid last night, and Claire was a Unicron again. Oh and wow! I, I, yeah, I, I sent you some images, didn't you, of my hand, and I had two copies of the touch in my hand. That card Did it is save you savage. The <laughs> thing is, it kept Bumblebee alive for two more mm -hmm. two more turns. Like everyone expected, it me just do it on Hot Rod, not Hot Rod Rodimus. And I was like, no, B needs to stay alive. I need more oh, cards. Yeah. I need more cards. It, it's so good. Do you know what B's weakness is? If anybody complains about B, you show them the card supporting fire and send any one of your aggro characters into B, like that. It'll usually take them out instantly. Any one of your good aggro characters, a, a good will jack with a grenade launcher and a supporting fire will take B out like that. Unless you're playing a heavy blue deck, it's he's he's pretty he's pretty vulnerable. So anybody who's thinking about keeping him, you know, hidden away, getting these older cards that don't see play, perhaps you know may may help uh, with these new arc cards, I guess. 
Yeah, it's a hundred. Yeah. It's a hundred percent. I guess that comes along with the playtesting aspect as well. Is like your first initial things is like, oh my god, this character is crazy and interesting. And obviously, B is really like a prime example because we seem to be talking about it quite a bit. He's very prevalent, but you can. Like, I don't know. Let's bring up Predator, shall we? If it bleeds, you can kill it. You can yeah. kill cards in this game. Mm -hmm. If it bleeds, we can kill it. And it's just obviously, he's a very key cog if you're going to be building um, like cars or any card draw or anything like that. He's a key cog. And there are cards out there that basically can do that. So I'm assuming when it comes to a design aspect then as well, Matt, were there some cards that literally had to go through multiple changes because they just seemed to be a little bit too crazy with the cards that were currently already released by Wizards? For myself, I can say that all of my cards started out incredibly powerful. And then as my friends' nerves and anxiety kind of lowered, they became slowly and slowly more adaptable, I should say. And the way the, the way the cards that were designed originally is that I always believed that if you're going to make something, it makes something amazing because no one's going to remember something that's mediocre. So when I made Skybite originally, I had him that he chomped on someone else's uh, library or, or their deck and basically put those cards underneath Skybite and then would play your opponent's cards. But Salty had brought up, he's like, what about the webcam thing, mate? He's like, you know, it's going to be kind of weird moving cards back and forth. I'm like, you know what? Just because that's an issue right now, I'm just going to make Skybite eat his own cards and put them underneath his actual card. And him playing them was kind of poetic, as Skybite himself is kind of a poetic character, as he has more defense and more hit points with his stratagem. But if you flip him, he'll, you'll get to play that card until end of turn, representing Skybite's ability to kind of not really follow through with his plans. But as doing that, you'll also lose that hit point defense, kind of just showing to the poetic nature of the character. Look at that. That is that is yeah. the professional answer of a card designer there, gentlemen. <laughs> I know, totally. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Matt, Matt, you've got to tell the listeners what you told me. And you sent me a photograph of your initial design. Just tell us oh, tell yeah. us the story of the design of Skybite. Okay, yes. So, so Skybite was... Uh, I was watching an episode of Game Grumps or Shuffle Master, a channel on YouTube, uh, uh, by Eager Raptor and uh, Danny Sexbang from the Ninja Sex uh, channel. They're they're a great YouTube play channel. Ignore the name, <laughs> but they are uh, they're they're a one they're a, they're a wonderful channel called Game Grumps, and uh, they're a big part of my life. And whenever I was playing games or testing, I would have them on in the background. And Danny had said that he fears sharks. He's always been afraid of sharks. So, and I loved the Robots in Disguise early 2000 series. And I took Skybite because he was one of my favorite characters. And he was the very first one I made. So I sat down and I kind of just drew it up on a napkin where Skybite was eating something. And then you'd flip the napkin on the other side, you would get something. So I drew this marker, this thing up on marker, put it on my, put it on my book and brought it home with me. And then, uh, and I showed it to them and they were like, that's hilarious. Let's do it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love yeah. it so much. Yeah. It's amazing. And and, and and as Carl would say, Carl was like, okay, let's separate his abilities and his stratagem. Because the original, his abilities, he had that same thing as a stratagem on his card for 12 stars. And I felt that was way too strong. And I kind of wanted to kind of just separate those. Even though they're together now, it separates them from having, you know, like having a player choose to play the stratum where they have the choice not to do it or, you know, play something different instead with the star cost. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, well, so, well, I think is before tonight, I've been spent so long writing everyone else's questions down, I didn't write my own down. <laughs> my oh, mind has just uh, gone uh, blank. Oh, and, 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 to, and to address B, yes, B went through multiple changes, and 
uh, Jamie had a big hand with B because uh, originally back when I first started my channel, uh, Jamie had said I had won his giveaway for the uh, first legendary B, and I was like, okay, well the first character I'm gonna make with Jamie is is B, and uh, my my fiance Susan had a hand in that with as well. She kind of helped design it, so we really really put it to the test. And his original ability was to draw a number of cards equal to the number of Autobots in play, which did not work out. <laughs> I should say, did not work out at all. So it was too strong. And uh, and then from there, we did some immediate testing. He went from six to five, and defense went up and down. And eventually, we decided where he lies at right now. He's pretty good because he can he can be taken up by some direct damage and by a good swing. You just need to be careful of getting at him. So yeah, he he's he's even like with the final version, he's so good. Yeah, he's like, wonderful. Like you know, just last night, just the the glee on my face as I was starting my engines and untapping and just doing some more card draw and. I it, it you know it's it's cracking and I I think for me it because because my first love of Transformers you 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 won't have had this show in um, Canada but like when I was a kid I'm 44 now so I I was eight when Transformers was released here in the UK and I don't even know if, if Lee you you may or may not remember the show but it was on this morning show called Roland Rap. <laughs> Definitely before my time. I apologise, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, any, any older listeners? Oh, it's literally like. Tell us about the show. Tell us about it. Roll five, right. five minutes a day. That was all we got, for, and it was on Monday to Friday, and you got like an episode for the whole week, and you just have to watch five five minutes a day. And one of the characters from that was, you know, Bumblebee as the bug. Mm-hmm. So when when I saw the spoiler, I was like, oh yes, yes. I wanted that old that old school thing for people. I wanted I wanted the Bumblebee we should have got at five stars, and uh, I, I love the six star Bumblebee from the starter pack. So, kind of making him five stars to fill that other spot and at least give Braun a break for a bit because Braun is too good. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. He, he he he's he's pretty good for for Starkos. It you know from from a Cars perspective as well, being a big Cars player. Um, for me, for me, having a five-star car that wasn't a Decepticon shoehorned in the deck was really cool as well, and that wasn't like a MicroMaster mm-hmm. as well. That's what I like, felt. You know, just have it. Yeah. So yeah, you definitely filled that 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 gap that was needed in in the five-star slot for a cars deck. And it just makes more dynamic teams rather than you know just the same old stuff. You can go well. There's so many you know you can go the sideswipe sunstreaker route, or you can go cliff and B and this, or you can mix match to your pleasure. You know. Oh, of course. Um, so yeah, I, I was super duper happy um, with the cars in this set. I must say. Yeah, the, the I think the character that's got the least amount of attention so far is probably sunstreaker, but yet he has so much untapped potential. I think people have unrealized what he can do. Uh, I've, I've looked at him quite a bit of times and people have asked why does Sunstreaker have an ability that Huffer and 
uh, Rekar can do for much easier. And I'm like, well, I said, if you look at the synergy between Sideswipe and Sunstreaker, Sideswipe is designed to reoccur weapons and also KO those weapons to get later. Well, Sunstreaker is allowed to be his own character himself, tapping down other smaller characters, like, you know, Titan Masters that are off their, the, the bodies of the character, or perhaps a smaller Minicon. But his bot mode is to not only set up turns with Sideswipe, but also fetch weapons back for anyone. So you could fetch yep. something back for Grimlock, or, you know, you could stash a, a gear in there for delay to get, get it later back next turn. There's quite a bit you could do with him. And I, I feel like he's a good uncommon, but I really want to see maybe people make a Sunstreaker deck just on his own. Oh, um, I'm I'm way ahead of you there, man. I'm just saying, because uh, uh, as re- of the recording of this podcast, guys, you haven't heard our review of the Alpha Triumph Protocols, uh, Wave 2. And Ooh. Dave and me have a horrific idea which involves Sunstreaker, Sideswipe, and Drift. Like, Drift Drift, is, drift, is drift. Nuts. If you've not seen the set, Matt, it's, it's just I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, because of Sunstreaker's ability of fetching weapons makes Drift amazing mm-hmm. and just takes Sideswipe to another freaking level. Like, I literally was smiling yeah. from ear to ear because I was like, I can't even remember any of these cards because of, like, playtesting and stuff. But they were like, oh, yeah, Drift's a thing. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, oh, my God, he is a... Th- oh, my gosh, he's really good with... Yeah, that's happening. The bling bling cards. Oh, yeah. No, it's going the to be good. team are great. I'm glad that the ATP guys are loving our arc set to see those cards. So that's good for them. Yeah, man, it's good. It's good. Like, it, I feel like it's really like you and those guys at uh, Vector Sigma really like pushing like different styles of cards. Like, obviously, the arc feels more like you were saying, like there is some really strong characters and there are some fun characters to play. But there are those competitive characters as well. And like... Like Dave and me have said multiple times with Vector Sigmas and the Alpha Trion protocols, it, like that is definitely key towards more competitive play. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but it's good to see both of them gel really well, and it's really cool how like both your set, their set, and the Wizard set just seem to work really, really well with each other. Yeah, as, as long as long as people are happy, that's all that we care about. As long as making people happy. I know, and what a hard job to do to make people yeah. happy. What a <laughs> it hard is, job. especially card yeah. players. <laughs> it's okay though. We 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 we, I know, we take man. it as it goes though. It's all right. We get it. Exactly. You just got to roll with the punches. You got to go roll with the punches. So so obviously going going and looking and analyzing the arc like Dave and me did. Um, there's one thing I wanted to really kind of talk about is the the love for older characters was definitely mm-hmm. shown in the stratagems as well as some of the the battle cards um was was that an idea that all of you kind of came up with just to go right these cards never really got some play so let's bring those back to the forefront a little bit and i'm assuming there's probably going to be stuff like that going forward in later waves yeah as well. for for that right there the stratagems we originally approached it as everybody putting their names down for stratagems then some people wanted to only make a couple and uh, some of us had to fill in the spots and some of us like to make them together. And what we did was everybody, I believe, just picked characters that they believed needed some help in the next waves that were fans that had a lot of fans like Shockwave and uh, specifically Red Alert or Inferno. Um, Red Alert is seen a lot of actual competitive play, but, you know, using his new stratagem, I'm not sure if people will see it just as the same light, but it can do some quite a bit of unique things. But things such as uh, cards for Inferno that make him quite a big hitter now. Uh, it makes him a little bit more different to use, and him and Red Alert together are quite good. Yeah, and that's and that's very theme as well, isn't it? Because obviously in the cartoon you had that hilarious exactly. episode where, yeah, everyone hates Red Alert. Everyone hates Red Alert. If you like Red Alert, you're. A, I'm just going to be honest now. Going to be really honest. You're a weirdo. I'm sorry. You need to He's go see a bit a of a downer. Wait, like it, my hands from Inferno. Oh, don't overcharge. It wasn't his fault. 
Red, you're okay. I was worried about you. If you'd stayed where you were supposed to, you could have spared yourself the concern. Huh? Oh, you know Red. He's like that. I'll put it to you straight, Optimus. Inferno betrayed me. It's like my opinions on Hot Dogs. Oh. On Rodimus Prime. I love Hot Rod. It's Rodimus Prime is the one I'm... Oh, okay. I, I, I got to make sure I'm politically correct. Hot Rod is, Hot Rod is a dear <laughs> love to me. I will... Uh, hopefully, when he comes out like that, I hope people will love him because he's he's going to be like B. He's going to be competitive, so... Awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited. So, so going going forward then with Wave 2, I'm obviously, I'm assuming there's... that You guys have already started talking and coming up with ideas. So, I'm assuming you've had, like, a lot of good and, and, and good feedback and negative feedback from this set. Um, is there anything that's really like shocked you with how how the arc one wave has been received and like how it's gone and and will that change like the design process going forward or like ideas and it's, stuff like it's that? It's been very humbling. Uh, that's for one thing for sure. I I I, never, I didn't I, when I went into the arc originally, I was very nervous about my cards because I was so focused on a specific theme that sometimes you can get blinded by your theme. And sometimes when you, when you design stuff, if you design it too thematic, you can let that theme over design the mechanics and that can kind of fall through. But I really wanted people to kind of see that. So with the 86 cards I made, the Dare to Believe, uh, Nothing's Gonna Stand In Our Way and The Touch, I wanted those to kind of tell a story of Rodimus and how Salty's character kind of just journeyed through the story of the 86 movie, where you have the first card, Dare to Believe, where you're drawing to get a card and believing and like that, and you're getting bold. Also with Nothing's Gonna Stand In Our Way, the way to untap and the, the little Easter eggs in the top and also the touch. We we kind of wanted the touch to be a little bit stronger, but in testing we found it was just too strong at four for repair. It just it just really, really made some characters really hard to deal with. So we we had to nick it down to three. And those cards really kind of just shone, or I should say shone out through the other characters in the set. And uh, the other, other cards I made were mostly cards that I felt that I wanted characters to have uh, that I made with other people. Carl was a huge help with almost every card I made in the set. He's a, a, just a, a digital wizard. That's why his name is Technomagnus. All right, Dave, you got any other, other questions you want to talk about? Or Well, not, not so much arc-related, but when, when did you get into Transformers? So what time period was it when you first <laughs> discovered the franchise and fell in uh, love? I fell in love with Transformers in two forms. The, the, the first... Transformers media I've ever seen was the 86 movie. I was I was that kid in front of the TV watching Hot Rod Blair down with Dare to Believe or Dare I should just say and Daniel on the on the hoverboard and my first experience with the toy was the was the Starscream toy. He was my very first actual toy for that and also a scatter shot that uh, I got later on passed down to me. And uh, I was but eventually as I grew up I got more toys, but that was my very first experience and it, something drew me to it. But as, as I got older, the toys that I gave, I kind of gave away because as you get older, you become a teenager. I felt like I didn't really need my toys at the time. But uh, as an adult, obviously, it was like, oh, man, I wish I never gave those away. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, now, but, but now the card game, it just it's something drew to me. Drew to me. Uh, I always played a lot of Magic. I played, I played a bunch of Magic back in the day and uh, loved it and I had, a, I had a great time with it. But when I was done with it, I didn't like the fact that the game always had this system of just... It had had a, it had an ability to take something away from you, and with Transformers, I didn't like I liked the ability that you didn't have the risk of you know the lose, losing that as much with counter spells and other things like that. It wasn't a game that you could play by your you had to play with someone. You didn't have to play by yourself like in Commander. So yeah, it's funny how like so many of us, so so, <laughs> so so many of us are former Magic players. Yeah, yeah, like like yeah, massive amount. 
you know, because I, I come from a very competitive magic background. I'm talking like 97 to oh, wow. about 2016. I played a hell of a lot of magic. Mm-hmm. And really wow. from like 2004 onwards, I massively got into the game. And just just the community, we, we mm-hmm. touched on this in our, our call the other day, Matt, just the community for Transformers is so different. It's so, so different. So different. Very, so positive and just like, I've never met a group of people so willing to just want to just see something and want to be a part of something and also just give like like experience something with people and there's not as much there's not as much naysayers or negative people i find it's everybody just wants to see what what you know what you're playing or what you have or what you pulled in your packs like it's it's always been a really good community so yeah i feel i feel like it's like that because of everyone's experiences with this franchise like yeah. i feel like we've all we've all we all have like how did you get into transformers and then obviously like for me it was like going to blockbuster video back in the day and going what the heck is this giant robots i already love godzilla and all those things this looks cool and it's animated and then just watching that and then going okay this is kind of cool this is like out before i was really even born but i'm still liking this stuff and then it was like don't don't go there (laughs) i know i know i'm not gonna go there too much i'm sorry guys but i'm the old uh, guy but then it's just like but it's like just trying to find like everyone has their own unique story like everyone knows their first toy everyone knows when they first saw like the movie and then obviously i feel like that's why the car game was so successful is because it, ha- it pulls on your nostalgia strings it does like, if there is ever going to be a teenage mutant ninja turtles it would be a good time It would be dangerous. And I say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because in England it was called Hero Turtles because ninja in England is a terrorist word. And that is why they changed it. But I'm telling you, if any TMNT card game came over here, I would be homeless. I'm just saying that. (laughs) So I'm lucky that I have a house because of Transformers. And but like if there's anything turtles related, I'm a sucker for it. So like, please do, do you know? But I f- I feel like like we were saying, the community is incredible. Like we don't just talk about the car game. Sure, we've got people in the group and the communities and stuff that just solely play the car game. But it seems to be like a community beyond the card game if you know what i mean like there's just more stuff talking about like the toys the games the uh, the, the the comics you you name it people just seem to nerd out a little bit more it's just it's just yeah it's just a great community it's true it's, it's not like as you guys related look at the look, yeah. look at the, like, the challenge i mean look at all those people who didn't know each other who all joined together to make stuff it was great you know and then uh, and then like i said for, yeah for for, for 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 when it happened it was awesome you like that and it's great for now for the community i feel like we're at that point where there's a lot of new content creators and new transformer card designers that are also kind of stepping into the pool and we should also kind of be open to looking at their stuff as well not just because of where they are but like you know we should really look at everybody else's stuff that's coming out because everybody deserves a chance to have that spotlight right so 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, you know, there's there's some really quality stuff. You know, one, one of the things we're going to be looking at next, I think, on, on here is we're going to look at the reformatted set that, that was released uh, last week, I think. And that's got some really, really cool stuff for the combiners and that some sort of signature weapons and stuff which is, is is looking at the game in a different way. You know, there's I've been 
just just going through like sort of the different things I've you know I've I've been emailed the some Beast Wars bots that the, this this guy Randy Hills designed and he's like please can you try these out <laughs> and I'm awesome. like yeah I'll print them out I'll put them on the that's channel that's great because like like you say like everyone deserves that bit of spotlight um, yeah. for for this you know it's it, just because there's Alpha Trion and, and the Ark doesn't mean that should be exclusive you know everyone should be given that chance to contribute and it's great that you guys are open to to that and and obviously I was, there was some news last week that Nick posted in the Ark group yes. you know the Ark and the Bayformers what what I know you probably can't say too much but like give it give us a bit of gloss on that because that that's really exciting well uh, that <laughs> happened uh, a little while ago and uh, I can't say too much but I'm super excited because uh, the fellas that I met and the Bay Force team are all solid dudes and I like they have great ideas and they really care about the community just like us. So and I'm really excited to work with them and also the stuff that they're they're bringing out on their own stuff for Bayformers. You guys got to check that out cuz it's it is awesome. They're, the Bayformers are they like I said they're on the, they're on another level of just like epicness. So like I said if it's they're definitely something that we're looking forward to work with as well. And I mean it's, you can see that some of the crossover cards they made as well for for the arc the, the biggest card I think that are the card that I, I feel like people will always want to play out of all of the battle cards is Grimlock Sword, but I feel like people will want to want to play it with the new Grimlock more than the old Grimlock. And I just want to let you know, Grimlock Sword can go on any Dinobot, so you can put it on any any Dinobot, even Clobber. So I'm hoping that people, yeah, yeah learn see see that stratagem and use that as well. It'll be, it'll be super cool. Just you create a monster there. That that that. Yep. Like, I think David Me did touch on it mm -hmm. in the review. Like, why are they giving Matt the? Why are they allowing him to design these monster cards? Like seriously, like some of them are scary good. Yeah. Like, like does does everyone forget how good Grimlock is normally? And now there's another Grimlock that's even better. What? Like, come on, seriously, good people. Oh yeah, RJ. What is going on? RJ put his heart and soul into that Grimlock, and he'll tell you. Just said uh, there's a there should be a video coming out soon, uh, probably after this, which is uh or maybe before this, actually. It's one of an interview with all of us kind of just reminiscing about the arc and talking about some cards and having some laughs and just all on Zoom. So it'll be, it'll be, it'll, hopefully it's coming out soon and everybody will get to have a good laugh at it at all, as we all tease RJ about Grimlock and Sea Spray. Awesome. So. <laughs> that is awesome. Right. Uh, Dave, have we got any other questions we want to fire at Matt? Or does Matt want to answer, give us any questions? Yeah. We... Yeah, have you got any questions for us? I do have questions for you guys. First of all, uh, I would like to know when are you guys going to be doing more deck tech challenges? <laughs> we were talking about this on Saturday, weren't we? Oh, okay, 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 okay. So let's let's let the gloves are off. I'm rolling up the sleeves right now. It doesn't work on a podcast, but so obviously the sad, sad epic news. We've already addressed the elephant in the room. The game died, and that killed and that killed a lot of people's interest, which is really really sad. I, I'm going to do a soft reboot of the Deck Tech Challenge in January. Oh. I'm going to ask people again in the community to be a part of it. Obviously, Matt, you want to be a part of it. That's amazing. So that's it. People that are already in it can come back. That is amazing. But the problem is when it comes to doing something that epic and amazing, because it was epic and amazing, not to just pat myself on the back, it was the fact that you got to meet new people, you got to interact with people in the community, you brought people together, 
And I feel like because we've got these new sets and there's a whole new wave of new people again getting back into the wave, I feel like it's a perfect opportunity to make more videos. So we're going to have a soft reboot of the Deck Tech Challenge. I've called it like season two because like every other fighter these days I seem to like play, there seems to be like, oh, here's your roster. <laughs> oh no, you can spend 20 quid or $20 and get five or four more people. So um, I know for a fact, if, as soon as I'm going to just say in those words, it's open again, mm -hmm. I know my, my private messages are going to be flooded again. But the idea is I want to get smaller channels again and the big boy channels. So I'm calling out all you big boys out there again. If you have time and you want to be a part of this, please do come and be a part of the Deck Tech Challenge because it's not just uh, bringing the community together. It's also showing and giving, uh, spreading light to cards that might not get a lot of love. But now because we've got like creating your own cards and loads of other fun stuff, like it then gives those guys more exposure, which is like the perfect opportunity. So it's coming back. It's just a lot of work. It's great. And I love it. And it's like, and I want it to be a key card going forward come January because the channel is going to change a little bit. Because mm -hmm. like I said, we're the only TCG podcast at the moment. Yep. And I think hopefully we'll have more podcasts creep up, but we want like we wanted I think we set the bar really high with our return with the arc review and then the, obviously the alpha try and protocols and now more sets that are being told and kind of pushed to us saying hey we would love for you guys to make a video and a podcast because you guys are cool and awesome <laughs> and we will don't worry we'll get round to it um, but it's just really really a ton of fun just to really like spread the transformers among the community and bring people together and I feel like during this awful time of COVID like not a lot of people have been able to play the game. Not people. Not a lot of people are comfortable with web camera games and stuff like that. So it is. There is the positives and the negatives of this, but it's also there's been like people just really rallying behind the game and doing online tournaments and stuff like that. So there is mm. a there is a void to be filled again. And um, come January, it will be filled. So uh, fun times. That, that's awesome. That's that's great news. I know. I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of work, but I love it. So it's all good. <laughs> it was so much fun like doing it with you lee as well you know we because that's kind of what how we became friends really you you reached out to me and said dude do you want to be part of this and i was like yeah and um you know for me just just becoming a more involved with the community outside of my local group because mm -hmm. i'm i'm really massive on the local community you know, there's there's myself and one other chap who's who's got some questions for later Sweet. on you know um we, we we pretty much set up the community here and it just followed me to seeing some guys playing after a game of x-wing one night i was just watching two of my friends um bashing each other to death with optimus prime and grimlock i think it was but i was like i need to play that game so you know the deck tech challenge is definitely something that i want to be part of again um what what we were talking about the other day, kind of with with where we want to go with with this, obviously now me being co-host is like we want like you know listener submitted decks. Um, me, me and Lee are going to do some like feature matches, aren't we? We're going to do some webcam stuff together. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, um, my son's challenged you to to the to the battle to the death. <laughs> that um, is literally that is no joke going to be the kickoff for season two because I because I want it to be like I want Aiden Tune to make in. a trash talking video. I'm going to make a trash talking <laughs> video. It's gonna we're going to go big with that episode and then we're going to try and 
there's a new format I want to do, which I feel will add a little bit more banter to it because there was a few few people that really were amazing in the season one, and I was like, oh man, I cannot wait to play that person. Then the game died, so then it lost a lot of interest. But I wanna I wanna add that more element. So yeah, it's cool. I'll let you keep talking, Dave. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool, man. That's like you know, it's just f- f- from a from you know where, where we're going with the podcast and stuff like we we've got some really good ideas and we discussed some of those on on the previous episode which um lee's probably furiously editing <laughs> this week <Yes>. so. <laughs> it's good um, it's good it's good you know it's I'm but yeah it. we've we've got some you know we've got some some ideas so you know obviously any deck ideas that people have got anything they want to showcase if they've got questions for us obviously drop them on the, the communities uh, Facebook comment here on on Lee's YouTube video. Um, yeah, yeah, we. You know, is, is there is there anything else you want to ask, dude? Um, I think that's pretty much. Do you know what? I if I was gonna, do, I know I, he just I, wanted I, that. I, he I just, just wanted to get that stab in. I, did, I wanted I just, to get that stab in. Just, I love it. Just love just it. just just one just one question. Just one question. One question. If you guys do a deck challenge like that, like that will you choose our cards? If you if you, if you like, yeah, sweet, hundred percent. I'm bad for it. Yeah. No. Okay. See. See. This is it. Because. Because. Because I've said, and Dave and me have said, because um, we're actually one of the questions. I'm going to openly tell tell the world something which is insane. Um, but like I've said, like if it's created and when you were doing the deck tech challenge, you you interacted with your opponent beforehand, so you can have a like a WWE or a wrestling kind mm-hmm. of contract signing. Like, are we going to be douches to each other? And uh, the only person that I can truly see as a heel at the moment is Matt, and that is on video reference, guys. You can go check out his episode. It is a, he is the heel at the moment. Um, but it's also I've, I want to I want to the, the the show is about the community interacting. Sure, it might just be on my channel. And it looks like I'm like organizing it or whatever. But it's mainly like getting people who've never seen each other ever and just play the game and then it shows the world like oh gosh that guy's over in there and he's there and they're playing this game i thought this game was dead what the heck what's going on it just gets the game and uh, and people talking about it again because the deck tech challenge was a ton of fun to do and like going forward like from that like i met so many awesome new people and like it was just really fun to do and like it's something I've, I'm really passionate about. It's just like kind of figuring out how to do that. And I know going forward, this channel is really concentrating on that content. There's other stuff that are down the pipeline. Like I've talked to Matt kind of off off air, but I can say it. There's other games we want to play on here, but obviously with COVID restrictions, we can't really do stuff, which is kind of unfortunate. You've kind of seen, like, with these whole podcast ideas we're doing, obviously, if you're listening to us on Podbean, you know this isn't just the only podcast that I do. There's other podcasts I work on, which is crazy, if you didn't know that. Um, but it's just there's a lot there's a lot going on, and I'm a one-man team. But it's it, but it's a blessing to be have people willing to be a part to help out this one this one-man team. Like it's funny, like how how many videos Dave gets out in a week, or how many videos other people get out in a week, and it's just like you don't know how much time goes into <laughs> editing and coming up with an idea and everything. Seriously, but it is a blessing for like. No, I can. I'm not just going to be big-headed, but like for other channels to just create content or create anything, especially during this time, because people, you know, Netflix can get boring, and not seeing people and stuff like that, you need to fill the void. And I think a lot of people in the community have stepped up and uh, really been a blessing to a lot of people. Exactly, you said it. You said it greatly, man. Absolutely, good one. It's like particularly now more than ever. There's so many like like you you touched on. There's so many people that don't 
webcam or, or don't want to for, for whatever reasons. Um, and there's people that aren't, you know, I don't personally play an octagon because I don't like playing cards where I haven't got cards in my hand. Like it doesn't feel the same, you know, it's just not for me. So, um, and there's a lot of people in the world that haven't been able to play. So like that content is, is crucial. So like all the content creators out there, not, not just myself and Lee, but all of, all of, all of you, thank you. Um, for for keep pumping out stuff it's it's so needed right now yeah, and it's a and massive where help. you could check those places out blues on attack wreck and rule power by primus i don't really post many gameplay videos to be honest See, I'm more, I'm, I'm, that's that's where I'm seeing all this stuff on your Facebook, and I'm like, you know, this is prime content you could put on your YouTube channel, Matt. You're missing I know, something. I know, now. I know, I know. Something. I'll figure something out soon. Don't worry, I'll figure something out. I hope so. Like, I know for a fact. Like, obviously, the game got cancelled, and the biggest news which was shared in the groups was there's a, a deck building game coming out for Transformers oh, yes. and a role playing game. Uh, there is gonna be a role playing podcast coming here on this podcast when that gets dropped <laughs> it's not going to be on earth guys it's go- i'm going to tell you now uh cybertron is where it's going to be based and it's going to be guerrilla freaking warfare guys it's going to be dope i've got like three people already ri- written storylines for me and i'm like great i just need to find a gm because i don't want to do it <laughs> i want to be a part of it uh you know but uh yeah it's like there's so many ideas you want to do but that is one one i can say that we're super looking forward to is the the transformers rpg and heck because we love all of you out there we might invite you to be on a show or two and get you guys involved yeah yeah as npcs and other stuff like hey dare i say we might have matt come on and he might you know be hot rod or he might be sideswipe or he might be you never know just casually don't know if they were ever on cyber i may i I may sing i may (laughs) sing a skybite you never know Depends on how many we've had that night. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love it. Oh, man. that's pr- Yeah, I completely forgot he was in that artwork mm-hmm. until you guys showed me. Yeah, the, like, the, I was like, oh, my the, gosh, that is... The rest of relaxation. Nobody remembers that. They see rest of relaxation. They just, they go past it. And then I was like, I was like, did anybody look at it clearly close enough? No one did. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. It's... I love it. I love it. So, um, so, so, any other questions, Matt? Before we get into our our Q and A with our uh, with our listeners, I am good. I am good to go. Okay. All right, Dave. I'll I'll hand the reins to you, sir. Okay. This is from one of my local guys. This is from my my good friend Matt Coles um, down here in Plymouth in Devon in the mm-hmm. in the UK. And his question, and it's one for all of us, not just for Matt, but for for me and uh, you as well, Lee. Favorite character and or battle card from each wave, including the arc. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Should we find an order, or are we just gonna take a stab in the dark? Should, should we do like each wave, say like wave one, and then go round, sure. and then wave two I, and go round? I'll, okay. I'll, I'll do one better. I, I will name an, an Autobot, a Decepticon, an upgrade, and an action for the first wave one to five. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh my gosh! More homework. for you, for you, okay, Matt. I'm for you, Matt. I'll do it for you. Okay. All right. Okay, I've got mine. I've got mine. I got mine too. Okay, um, Matt, we'll let you go first then, because you're our guest. You're our sure. guest. You go first, sir. And your reasons why these cards then as well, I guess. All right, so my favorite character from Wave 1 is Inferno. Uh, the reason why is because I loved Inferno back in Wave uh, G1. I also am a big fan of fire trucks when I was a kid. But uh, as Inferno, I loved his ability to flip it back, flip it back and forth. I really hated that he didn't have, that he didn't have like 14 or 15 health. And uh, I just played him so much, and when Energy Pack dropped, I just dropped a meme that people laughed at that said he was hanging with the big boys now, and 
Yeah, and Starscream Air Commander, the one that could flip back and forth and do damage. You cannot use Starscream's cape on him, remember that? <laughs> it's uh, He's super fun to play. I love the bold and the whole, the whole cackling grin he has. That's my favorite one. Yeah. Dave, do you want to go next? Yeah, yeah, can do. Um, so for me, um, the reason... I've got fond memories of, of ripping this guy. So the first um, super error I got from Wave 1, and that's B, Legendary Warrior. And I just, like, at the time, his ability was quite unique, wasn't it? That attacking untapped characters, that flip back. Um, just really, really cool. Just really liked it, and he was shiny, and he was super rare, and I was like, yay! Um, but battle card for me, I just love Hunker Down so much, and it's just grown in strength as the waves have, have, have dropped. You know, the amount of armors that you can fetch, and I love, I love, oh, I love yeah. Megatron. So he's so good. Yeah. Uh, uh, did I? I forget my battle card, didn't I? I'd start your engine since thermal weaponry are probably my favorites. I'm a car guy, and oh. any, everybody knows me and Joe's love for thermal weaponry. We played it in everything, in every blue deck. <laughs> There's always a copy. <laughs> Every blue deck has a copy. Every blue deck has a copy. <laughs> See, I knew you'd choose yeah. start your engines, Matt, yeah. so I'm like, I can't have to start your engines. I'll have to have the, the, the next yeah. best thing, which is hunger mm -hmm. down. Awesome. <laughs> what about you, Lee? So the funniest thing is wave one, I know I didn't I only got in at wave two, because wave one when I saw it being played, and this is not like actually it's not a thing anymore. So wizards, <laughs> right. Um I don't want to see Autobots kicking the crap out of Autobots. Cause when I looked at wave one mm -hmm. and I saw the character roster, I was like, there's way more Autobots and Decepticons. It's true. That's kind of sad. So so every time I saw it, it was just like, oh, it's Optimus Prime versus Grimlock. Oh, it's Optimus Prime versus some sort of other Autobot. So I was like really sad about that. But going back and looking at the wave when I got into it in wave two and was like, oh, I just need to rip off the Band-Aid and get some stuff from uh, wave one. So probably probably the first, first card I pulled um, from uh, my first ever booster in wave one was an RC. Um, RC is brokenly great. She's awesome. Um, I kind of got confused because my RC growing up, I knew her as per, like pink and a mm -hmm. car. So I kind of got confused when I saw a bike in blue. But hey, I'm not going to argue too much. Uh, and then I would say favorite Decepticon out of the wave. Um, i like been playing him more and more these days, but I never really pulled him. I had to get my uh, my, my good friend Mike to, to sell me a copy of it, which was uh, Nemesis Prime. That guy is amazing i love that guy the artwork was phenomenal and i was like cool who doesn't like optimus prime with a minigun that's incredible and then um when it comes to battle cards which was more of my thing because i'm more of into like building decks more than looking at characters because i always want to make older characters from other waves work yeah more than go i want to play the new big guy i want to play this guy i want to play this no i want to go back and play that one um was armed hovercraft it's obvious <laughs> you can say it i love range i apologize <laughs> I apologize. It's, it's so a good. Great card. Uh, and then I would definitely say, like, looking at it, like, going going forward, I was just like, I was huge into Brainstorm just because the fact that you can pull off a, a multiple action turns, which I thought was really different to other games. Like, like, m like when we, because we're all Magic players, like, you had to have X amount of mana to play all the stuff in the world. But in this format, you don't really have to rely on mana and stuff like that. So, Brainstorm to me was like, I can play more shenanigans and do some more stuff than my opponent if I get that card. And I thought that yeah, was really it's, cool. Yeah, I, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, even in like Magic, I love that stuff as well. Playing additional actions, like just it was okay, so cool. Okay, wave two uh, then. Uh, wave, Electric wave two uh, for me would you. be Autobot Springer. And uh, Autobot Springer, because my one of my good friends, Joel, who plays the game with me, uh, he 
he pulled him for his first card and it was his first super rare and I wanted to help him build a, a deck for him. Unfortunately, Autobot Springer suffered for most of all the waves. <laughs> he still does, but he's uh, he's he's got a, he's, he's got a soft split, a soft spot in my heart and I'd have to say Razorclaw and Predacon, uh, Predaking because I love the big boys and Predaking is just awesome. Uh, for battle cards, I'd say Sonic Scramble and the Noble Scoundrel Blaster because I love the concept and the mechanic of Sonic Scramble. And for the blasters, obviously sideswept on it, and I believe overlords on the other one, on the other side. Yeah, yeah. And uh, si- that's one of sideswept's best weapons because if you put it in his alt mode, it gives him a permanent grenade launcher plus four. So yeah. Nice. Dave. Uh, Superion. Um, I love the aerial bots from, from you know like watching the cartoon um, as a kid. Like that was like the first Autobot combiner. <laughs> that we saw. I was like, this is so cool. So to have him, and also he is just arguably the the best of of the combiners in you know um, from a competitive standpoint. And that's not reason really, really why I chose him. I just really like how Superion plays. I just really like that weather the storm and then like pierce the damage through and stuff. So I just he's just really cool and he's planes as well, so that's awesome. Um and kind of tandems with all the combiners and then Metroplex and Triptycon and all the all those other big boys heavy handed. It's just such a cool card. Oh yeah, with Superior's artwork, it's so good. The the artwork really helps the flavor of the card. Yeah. It definitely does. Good old Superion smashing face. Love it. Um Dave, upgrade. Did you say an upgrade? Uh, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you Bashing Shield. Bashing Shield, there you go. It's boring, but it does the job. <laughs> That's what it should be called. Bashing Shield. Boring, but does the job. I like boring, it. But does the job. <laughs> Just boring Shield. That is, that, is, that is 100% true. Okay, so Wave 2 for me. Um, obviously, Combiners. This was when I jumped on and fell in love with the game. Um, me and D for one of our first ever Transformers videos, we did an unboxing and I wanted to play um, Menasaur more than anything, and he wanted to play Predaking. So basically, anything that I got for Predaking went straight to D. Anything for Menasaur came to me. Now, obviously, when people like look at that, they're like, mate, there's some like uncommon cards and loads of other stuff, and there's more value with Predaking cards. And I, was like, I don't care. I just wanted to play the guy that walks around with a power sword. It's awesome. And he wants to play <laughs> the one that's orange with all the, like, animals it's cool so wanted to play menasaur a ton uh, and then obviously uh, just after wave two there was a, a separate box everyone knows what i'm going to say metro freaking plex love that mm-hmm. guy favorite so good. Robot, probably he's amazing um possibly the best i've ever done competitively has been with him and will always be with him uh when it comes to cards well uh, action. Dave, what do you think it could be? Oh, I don't know. Surprise us, mate. <laughs> no, no, let's go. Marksmanship. We're going to go with the range route again. I'm so oh, boring. Oh, there's a surprise. I'm so there's boring. A surprise. I'm sorry, but I just love ranged characters. I'm sorry. I'm boring. Uh, and then here, to go with the whole Menasaur thing, I just love the card. It might not be the best card ever, but Stunticon Swagger just looks oh. so flavorful. So flavorful. And when you, when you got it off, you felt like a king because it stopped so many problems with previous waves, like orange bugs, orange cars. You just like, uh, you basically were like Ned from Jurassic Park, just going, uh, uh. Access lane security. Access lane program grid. Ah, 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 you didn't say the magic word. 
Didn't say the magic word. You can't use bold anymore. You know, exactly, exactly. So, uh, so wave three then, Matt. Back to you. Uh, General Megatron and Major Ultra Magnus are my two major ones because I loved I loved Megatron and he was kind of not he didn't really get a good one so far. And with General Megatron, I really wanted him to get that way, and he was my first SR from that wave. And for uh, Major Ultra Magnus, I just have a big fan for his ability, also for anything that's orange and blue. Uh, for battle cards, I really loved Bolster and also Anticipation Engine. It's one of the cards I revealed from Wizards for the first time. And uh, yeah, it's I, I love the whole Bolster force field thing that people were surprising everybody with back at, I think it was Origins or Gen Con. So yeah, it was a good time. I think it was Gen Con. Nice. All right, Dave. Okay, uh, favorite character, Major Shockwave, just because he's, he's insanely cool. Like... Is one of like one of my favourite characters from G One. He's like the sad, lonely Decepticon that has to stay behind. His voice. And there's a really, really fun. His he's just really like. Shockwave, what is your command, Megatron? You are to stay behind. I entrust Cybertron to you, Shockwave. Fear not, Megatron. Cybertron shall remain as you leave it. Excellent. Oh no, Megatron! Um, you know, there's 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 a whole YouTube thing somewhere. It's quite old now, but Shock Shockwave's woe. It's just worth watching because it's funny. But like when I saw the artwork for Major Shockwave, I was like, I need that card, and I managed to prize one out of a friend's hands for for some some <laughs> some money. I'm not going to say how much, but like it, it 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 was definitely worth getting because he's such a blast to play, and I really liked how he interacted with the top of the deck. Mm -hmm. um, I really liked that. So that's my character. Uh, if I had to pick a favorite Autobot from that wave, probably General Prime. It's just a, a really cool designer. He, he really fits that kind of wider team with his truck mode. Um, but Battle Cards, unconventional flying object for obvious reasons, but that card's got better with time. You know, you're looking at some of the cards that are coming in the arc now, unconventional is just so good with them. So. Um, I really love that card and like, like Matt Anticipation Engine is just so cool anything that cheats more cards out in your turn is great <laughs> love it love it okay so uh, Wave 3 for me uh, is very similar to Matifer to Matt is uh, Major Ultra Magnus as soon as Magnus got spoiled I was like I want it and then I opened a box and was like I got it this is amazing uh, so I just love Magnus like Magnus is my boy um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a quick warning now spoilers kids um he dies a lot, so um, <laughs> it always seems to annoy me, whether it be in movies or a really educational show on a series beginning with N. Um, you know, it's just kind of one of those. Uh, but for Decepticons, I really liked, and it ripped the Band-Aid off uh, for a long time for me, was Runabout on Runamuck. Love awesome. those guys. Uh, was, uh, just because they just they had that theme of working off each other. I never played cars. I hated cars. But these were my first like in for playing cars, and I absolutely loved it. All the shenanigans that all cars players yeah. liked. But it was just different how it was completely to what Autobot like cars did. It was really cool. Uh, and then um, when it comes to cards uh, for the upgrade. Just because we spoiled it on my channel, uh, Metal Detector, love that card because that card was money for combiners, like with Menasaur or any of the other combiners that I played. Just the ability to attack something and go, oh, I've got a weapon, mm -hmm. that's amazing. It was ridiculous with Predator King because of obviously all the weapons he could have. It was fun just basically. I just, I just felt like 
um, Praddy King just had a wardrobe next to him every time and just like, ha, <laughs> ah, I found a grenade launcher and I've also got this and this. And it was just hilarious. And um, when it comes to uh, cards, uh, battle cards and actions, again, uh, no surprise here. Uh, Two-pronged attack I absolutely loved because it was something that tanks kind of needed, but also ranged, ranged damage again. I'm all over it. I love it. <laughs> I just love it. Just saying. So... Uh, Matt, uh, wave four. Wave four is uh, Raider Tailwind. Uh, I revealed Raider Tailwind. Also, I uh, I think Drew knew I was a big fan of Anticipation Engine because I love cars. So when they gave me Tailwind, I was super pumped. And I didn't want to immediately say this guy is the most broken thing out here and he's going to win a bunch of stuff. But he did. And <laughs> Private Hot Rod is the second one. I, I, love, I love Private Hot Rod. I wish there was a better Hot Rod in the game. And Private Hot Rod is the best we could get it so far. Uh, for cards, Daring Escape and Increased Durability. Now, I know when I say Daring Escape, it's not how you think. So Daring Escape is a card that grants you so much advantage, but so much untapped potential. Think about how many ways to interact with the KO zone, and then ways to KO the top of your deck, and then use those cards in your KO zone. So with Sideswipe, that's what we did. So Sideswipe, his whole stratagem was designed to Daring Escape your deck to KO upgrades, use your stratagem to flip it to play those upgrades on your characters to surprise your foes. So if anybody's listening, it's not a surprise anymore. But, uh, but yeah. I, I, you know, I've never really thought of Daring Escape like that because it just, as soon as you say it, you kind of just have the kind of uh, yeah, exactly. all the time. But that's, a, but that's a really cool different take on it. I never even thought of that like that. That's really, really cool. I like that. Uh, Dave, you, sir. Favorite character, Captain Jetfire. Yeah. Like, he's one of... One of one of the original toys I had, who was basically the rip-off of the, uh, what was it, is it Gundam? It was uh, like basically Robotech. the gun, 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 Robotech, yeah, that's the one. It was basically that miniature with some plastic bits slapped on it, you know, you, you clip them on. So for me, like Captain Jetfire, just, just that whole digging for cards, I love card advantage, so digging for, for cards with Captain Jetfire was just awesome, and he's... He's just really good, and he, he's nails as well. He's what twenty health, so like he's cool. Yeah. And again, probably no surprise because I like Kyle Advantage Pocket Processor, just like yeah. da- data pad, but made made better, basically. So fair, cool, fair. Um, for myself, uh, I, I I think Raider Tailwind was the most craziest card ever created because I went back and looked at like running jets with Starscream for the first time ever and doing the flip and having all the baby planes and doing indirect damage. Then all the cards I pretty much used there, guys from previous waves like Marksmanship, Armed Hovercraft, <laughs> Two Prong Attack, caught a lot of people off guard. And then it was put on the internet. <laughs> and then I got really, really upset. <laughs> Thank you, Wreck and Rule. I love you guys. But seriously, why did you release that video just before a big tournament I was going to? And it made me cry because I was like, oh, I'm not going to catch anyone out guard now. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but then uh, when it comes like that way for me, I never really had any amazing Autobots I loved. Like I felt really bad because like all my Decepticons that I loved came out in this wave. Like Astro Train came out like at the time D was really at the game. Like I'm not 100% sure I want to play it anymore. There's nothing that's really like sucking me into it anymore. And then Astro Train happened and he started playing again, which was awesome for that perspective. But also my... Tripticon got released, so I was excited. He's trash, but you know, he's all right now. He's better now with all the tools, but when he got released... He's pretty good, he's pretty good he's now. He's pretty good now, but he's sad. He was a very sad dinosaur. He was a sad Godzilla when he released him. 
It was very, very sad. It's true. Um, he couldn't get much done at all. Not he at didn't. All. But his stratagem is unique. Yeah. People, people, people should take a second look at it sometime because it says you can have two extra white stars, and immediately they go to uh, the cards that deploy the characters. But you can put like leap of faith. You know, yeah. Other white cards. Yeah. There, so. There's loads of awesome stuff. I love it. Uh, but then when it comes to like cards, um, when it comes to upgrades, crude club. I went through a phase in oh. Wave Four because of Predator King. Predator King. Yes, crude club. Amazing. Just saying. Crude it feels club so on him good. Was, it is. It feels so good and just so right. And then when it comes to action cards, just because I built a fun, stupid deck with a character that everyone said was trash, um, I did four-wheel drive, but then I ran cog with some of the, the smaller trucks because obviously all the trucks were like kind of a big thing. All the baby, like the yeah, of course, patrol awesome, were yeah. really cool. Like they're amazing. But then when I put cog on the table, everyone's like, this doesn't make any sense. And then when they saw what could happen, they were like, oh dear God. And I was like, yeah, this is the first ever time I'm playing aggro <laughs> and it's horrible. Sorry. Um, yeah, and it, and, and, it, and it only came out once or twice in our locals, and then I put it away because I was like, I don't want to drive people away from this game because this get this deck is not fun to play against. Even I, I felt guilty playing it, so I never, I retired it quickly uh, after because I was like, I don't want to play this. It just, it doesn't feel right. So, but anyway, uh, wave five, the final wave, Matt. Oh wow! All right, uh, well, I'll get through this quick. So, wind charger because he hits really hard, and my fiance loves wind charger horrible Kreb because I revealed him. He's not that bad. Okay, he's pretty terrible. He's pretty terrible, and he's, he's kind of warping the game, but I still love him. Uh, Master Metallicato because I love how how unique it is and how how good it is, and Hollow Matter Projector because no thank you damage. That's, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty much it for this. <laughs> the, mi the middle finger to Lee. I'm playing Lee. Let's make sure I've got a place out of this Yeah, <laughs> but this is the funniest thing is like how quickly Matt answered that. Matt is the issue. He spoiled horrible, guys. He just quickly breathed <laughs> over that. How quickly he was, he went so in depth with everything else, but then as soon as I, uh, yeah, horrible. But moving on quickly, we're going to do all these other things. Yeah, <laughs> horrible, guys. Drew knew. Yeah. He knew. He was just, he was, he was like, he was like, Drew knew. He, was like, <laughs> he knew. He knew because he, he, he knew with Tailwind. When he gave me Tailwind, he was like, okay. He was like, all right, give us, he must have been like, he can take it. <laughs> give him horrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah. Love it. Yeah. All right, Dave. Uh, just love secret actions. So this guy, when I when I got him, I was just super duper happy. Um, Pounce, just love oh, him yeah. with his, with his stratagem. Like he can, like because traditionally, you like a lot of the secret action -y decks, like the shockwaves and stuff like that, were blue. But to go like orange secret action aggro was just so much fun with um, Sergeant Skywarp uh, from Wave Three. Um, just loved love pounce so much, and I played that deck to death to the point where Claire hates secret actions now. She won't play play against oh, him no. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Spy Master's Ruse because of the same reason, because that that card pushed secret actions into another dimension. I think it just made made them so much better than they were. Rather than having to like guess when the time was right, you could wait. And I love that card so much. Right uh, for me, it was. Um it was Trax. I really like Trax as a character, not just because he has a hilarious, stupid British accent in the show. It was just the fact that <laughs> I saw him and I was like, 
I really want this guy. And everyone I talked to was like, I don't really want tracks. I don't really want tracks. I want other ones. I want wind, I want Windsweeper. I want Pounce. I want these other guys. And I'm like, I really want tracks though. And they're like, yeah, but wind charge is better. All these other ones. I was like, you're sleeping on tracks. And then I got tracks in my pulls. And then I literally was like, cool, I'm building a deck that is stupid. And it involves kinetic whip and all the bold. And he can hit you for like 26 damage. And people are like, what? It. And I was like, yeah, see, he's not stupid in your face. It was so good. I loved it. Uh, uh, Trax is amazing. Just amazing. Um, oh, wait, I, I agree. D d does it have anything to do with the fact that he also does direct damage? Uh, maybe. It's, maybe. It's, prob it's, probably, one, it's, prob it's probably one of the reasons. There's always a theme. There's always a theme with me. I'm just saying. There's always a theme. <laughs> um, but no, it's just also when it comes to like Decepticons, I really felt Megatron in this set was really good. Like I yes. felt like it rewarded. We finally, he's not amazing. Forever, for, well, Matt will know this because of the deck tech challenge. I made the best meme ever of just going like, Wizards didn't make a good Megatron ever. And nope. this was like, oh, this isn't bad. This, you know, there's something here. It's not amazing, but it's it's a decent Megatron. Like Megatron had been solid, like different incarnations of him being good. But then when there was certain different head swaps and stuff with him, he became quite an issue for a lot of people, which was kind of cool yeah. to see. Um, and then when it comes to like upgrades for me, Staggering Might, just because my boy Metroplex loves that card. And then also going the same route as uh, Metroplex, Master of Metallicato, just because of the pips. Oh man, he loves it. Um, so yeah, uh, just cards that really benefited older characters because that's what I always seem to go for more than anything is like make older characters good before like jumping on the bandwagon of everyone playing newer characters. I'm just like, oh, I remember that. Oh, that can work with really that cool guy. So, so when we're when we're talking then Matt about like did the newer saw, stuff, like no, what were we saying? Where are we going? I uh, did. Did you say your ones for Wave Five as well, Dave? Did you know your Wave Five ones out? I did. Yeah, it was a uh, Pounce and Spy Masters. Like I, I, I just went like one character, one battle card because I'm lazy. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, for the new wave, uh, for for the new wave, if if I if I had to say my if I had to say my favorite character by someone else, uh, it would have to be Ghost of Starscream by Joe because the amount of the amount of work time effort and testing joe did in this set is beyond just it blows me away like everybody did did a lot of work in the set but like ghost of starscream is joe's baby and he literally canceled a few other characters just to work primarily on this character with all of its cool interactions and it's it's probably my favorite character from the set that i've seen my friends work on um for my favorite character it's obviously skybite I mean, I, I could I could say sideswipe as well. Is he so techy? But it's definitely Skybite. I there's a there's a deep connection with him, and uh, I really feel that he's the fun card that a lot of young people and also new or say new players and experienced players will enjoy. Awesome. Yeah, Ooh. and I'd say yeah, and the touch. It, it was really hard to choose. To, yeah, the touch definitely, definitely. But yeah, like for me, it was really hard to choose cards from the set because there's so much I love. Because the '86 movie is is my biggest love from the franchise you know as far as, far as i'm concerned that's where that's the peak of transformers um but i've chosen two two characters that probably aren't aren't obvious for me and that one was nick's windblade like i wanted a good windblade because i really like her in the cyberverse really really cool character and her two incarnations like the super rare was you know it's okay if you're against combiners but otherwise she was a bit meh. And the starter deck one was just laughable. So Nick's Windblade <laughs> yeah. kind of kind kind of takes the Captain Jetfire design I really love from Wave Four and makes it a mini Jetfire. 
and I really like that. And her bot mode ability is nuts. Like that, she can just. It's so good. She, yeah, she's amazing. The Decepticon, you've already said it, Matt, but go to Star Scream. What a cool card. Anything that can make Starter Scream go in a deck, I'm I'm all all in favor of. You know it. Um, yeah, he's he's like, uh, and you know, just the the uniqueness of that card. Like starts KO'd. You're paying seven stars for it, and he's he's gone already. I I really like that, and I like I like the interaction. Um, battle cards, um, assault formations, so good. I really like wedge formation. Assault formation is is a better card. I think it's just so good. Yeah. And, you know, I've ordered and I mean, I ordered another set of cards from 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 Hong Kong this week from make playing cards and. <laughs> I ordered another three playsets of Assault Formation because I need more. Oh. Do you know what, man? I, I find I'm always stacking more sets of Trothelium Pleading or Vampire Ribbon, Dare to Believes, like the Touch. There's so many cards in the set that I just, that you can just use in everything. I, I think the the only card that has not seen as much play out of my actual decks is actually my own <laughs> Omega Supreme cards because I haven't sleeved up Omega Supreme yet since we've been testing them. So, okay, okay. Well, that Claire wrecked yeah. me in one game with that HM laser cannon, and she she yeah. she thanked oh, you for yeah. that, and I was like, "Yeah, thanks, mate." <laughs> oh, it's it's such a good feeling. It's 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 you you put it down, and then uh, then you quartermaster, and you, you you wish you could have another way to just to switch it, but it's stuck on the big guy, and you're just like, "Ah, oh, he's gonna play another it's one." It's nuts. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah. And the, the other card I really really liked, and you know, it's again, it's really hard to say like individual cards because the touch is amazing. I love Nothing's Gonna Stand You. There's so many cards, but one of the cards I really liked, and it was really nice to see Dan had some involvement in some of the card design for the set, and that's yes. Scan the Vaults. That card is, again, it's the magic player in me, the card advantage. I just love anything like that, and it's it's green. It, it, it's, oh, what was the card in Magic? Uh, accumulated Knowledge. It just felt like playing that card again from about 15 years ago. So, yeah. It's like, so good. It feels, it feels really good. It feels like the old... Uh, uh, the old Col- or the Cold Land set from Magic. I, yeah. Unfortunately, I, Cold Snap. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I know the one you mean. Yeah, like it, it just anything, the, just anything that interacts with your scrap pile, like in that kind exactly. of way. Just and it feel it, it feels good without being oppressive because most of the time it's just a pep talk, but you can fetch it. But then you, there's another time when it'll be like a, a universal network access. So it's, it's really cool. It's a really, really cool card. So yeah, that's 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 my faves from the arc. Lee, what are yours? Well, uh, mm, brr, there's so many, but um, I think it kind of bleed through a little bit on the uh, on the review. Uh, Shartacons. I've wanted those things in the game ever since the movie. Um, I'm really passionate about sharks because my favorite movie of all time is Jaws. So Matt, when I obviously you you you've listened to the review, I was like. He's a flying robot shark. I don't know anything about this character. I'm I'm all in. I don't know who the heck this guy is. I'm, I want to play Sky Tread. What the heck? You know, but... Um, me. Yeah, so Shark to Cons was exactly uh, what I wanted. Um, when it comes to other cards, like, I feel like, obviously, everyone knows big boys are my life and my blood, so resilience was, like, my favorite thing. When I saw yeah. that, I literally smiled from ear to ear and was like, finally some love and repair for the big boys because when you played them it was always depressing because it was like these things are massive yet when they come to something really big it's like oh yeah there's like half of half of his leg is missing his arm isn't on properly because he's really damaged um 
It was just really, really sad. But then the other one was your your actual card, which was the blaster for Omega Supreme, because I've been having so much fun playtesting that card. I got to have a game of Primus with Dan, and I played it, and everyone's like, oh, two damage across the board. Yeah, it's great. Um, and it just, it just addresses a lot of fun things with him because obviously the promo isn't that great, but with nope. some of the newer cards that you've designed and some fun stuff in the arc, it's it makes him playable again. It's pretty good. Yeah. And with Countdown as well, like just, just seeing that in play when, when Claire played it against Tidal Wave, I was like, yeah, like like he's never going to be amazing at the promo one. I think like Captain's still by far the better of the, of the ones. Yes, but like, exactly. It was, it was really nice to see you inject those cards for like not not just like the popular characters but like you know kind of the characters that really should have been better thank in you. my opinion yeah. so yeah, so yeah. thank you like I mean, even though claire absolutely destroyed me and stopped me from combining with tidal wave <laughs> i still love the card it's great <laughs> oh yeah it's it's it's, <laughs> it it's crazy good like like adam put a ton of work into the shark to cons like that when he was making through them and like with omega supreme he just he, he was always a soft spot for my fiance and whenever we would go to events, she would always sleep with Omega Supreme. And she was fighting against the just, you know, Galaxy Primes and the Octones back then. And just, she just loved it. And uh, I was like, well, she's like, when you go to make new cards, make Omega Supreme better. And I was like, done. So, and uh, <laughs> I approached RJ and, uh, and Carl. We're like, let's make some Omega Supreme cards, guys. And uh, they're like, yeah, let's do it. So we all bounced ideas off each other. And and uh, like I said, uh, RJ was a huge help. And like I said, everybody in the arc was a huge help for that. But the, the biggest thing for that card was that I wanted it to hit. And I wanted it to just crush whoever was left on the board. So if you had one guy hanging left with one hit point and then Omega had to swing into just one guy like that, so you could just go ahead and take that bot out or take whichever one it was and just finish it off. So I really wanted that big epic feeling. And, and the Crusher Claw as well is amazing. That's how Claire set up that yes. nasty kill. Because obviously the battleship just sits there with stuff, goes, ha, 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 I'm hiding. Crusher Claw, tap you down, swing, bang. I was like, oh, yep. I'm in trouble now. It is yeah. sad. It is sad. It's it good. Great, I love it. Yeah. So, so, so cool. When it comes, yeah. What, what were we going to say, Dave? I was just going to say, should we should we jump on because we we've blasted on about our favorite cards from from the sets uh, for, for, for quite some time. Oh well, yeah, I was going to say no. I was just going to quickly, obviously, because Matt was like talking about like the other things. I just wanted to because obviously he's been quite busy with the arc and stuff. Have you had any chance with the the Alpha uh, trying protocols to actually have any time with those cards? Because obviously you've been quite busy like card designing and developing and stuff. Have you? No, I I haven't had a chance to play them, but I've I've looked at them like that. I'm I'm friends with some of the guys in the VS uh, Discord like that, and I used to be in there with them in there. They they have a lot of interesting designs, and I'm really curious to see what they bring. Uh, I do like the fact that they're doing stuff for combiners, so that's really great. But uh, like I said, right now, if I can even get my own stuff to the table between testing Wave One and Wave the upcoming Wave Two, we're 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 good we're good worried over doing that way. So <laughs> awesome source, awesome source. All right then, Dave. Do, 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 I did question one, so do you want to fire for the so question number two? Oh. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, question question number two then from is from Nazumi. He says, what character would you like to be printed in the future uh, fan-made sets? For myself? Uh, if Well, do you know what? If I had to kind of put this out there, I would want to work on a brand new cliff jumper. And I feel like the car player in me deserves it. But right now... I also kind of want to make my own cup and RC. Okay. Yeah, because of the because of the movie because of the movie because of the movie. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. If, you, yes. if you guys like if you like my cards, you'll you'll like them. Yeah. All right, uh, Dave. Any any thoughts? No. Characters you like? Who me? Um, 
like just some more of the classic G one stuff that hasn't appeared in the game. Hoist is one. Yeah. Like, you know, and make him work work nicely with grapple and or inferno. That would be cool. Um, just trying to think of other stuff really that. Computron would be Computron would be another big one. Computron, yeah, com- and defense or um, I'd you know some some of the other combiners that that were from G one I'd like. Um, but I you know I for me I'm just still haven't had a chance to digest what we've just had. You exactly. know what I mean? I'm, me, me and Claire are making content and it's like I'm like I get to play a deck once or twice and then it gets dismantled and I build another one. I'm, I'm not having a chance to even digest Arc Wave 1 yet, you know, and we've already yeah, got yeah. talk and, of Wave 2 yeah. and then there's Alpha and Trine. We, there's we, just so we, much. We want to make sure that our wave is spaced out so that there is, so that other people get a chance to breathe. And like our, ours will be sometime in 2021. And like I said, it's, it's, it's going to be coming eventually. And we really want to bring something to the table that kind of just challenges us because when Wave 1, I, I wanted to make sure that I did. I wasn't just making characters with Pierce two or bold. You get you flip to get bold two, even though bold two is good. But I wanted to make sure I wasn't just making something that already existed. So with wave two, I'll probably be doing the same thing. Awesome. As I say, that was sideswipe. Yeah. <laughs> with... Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Well, the thing is that there is no point, is there? Just rinse repeating what what's come before. It's it's kind of like you you you're satisfying that that fan base that want those fan favorites from the Transformers the movie but equally you've got to do something new with those characters because if it just follows like the previous pattern then it's not that exciting exactly. so to see yeah to see like characters like Sideswipe and and you know Salty's Megatron is is nuts yes. I really like that yes. card you know to have a weaponizer that is you don't need to pack more guns in you can just like whack it on a leader and he's not leaving so you know it's really get great to see that kind of innovation um from all of you yeah, and you know? mike's bruticus is another thing as well that that character opens up so many options for mercenary characters on your teams now i mean though you though you can't take merc cards with tidal wave but other decks is just having a, another five-star tank or just a five-star or you know just smaller characters to go with them it just it's so opens up to so much more playability with mercenaries Oh, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Not not only is he terrifying as as the combiner, he's like you know yeah. you look at all the different paces. Swindle, Swindle's amazing. Yes, he's just fantastic. We so, there's a lot a lot of arguments about Swindle. <laughs> oh yeah, there is, there is. I'm not going to argue with that. Swindle's <laughs> mad. Um, yeah, I think Dave, you mentioned one that I I would love hoist. I I can't believe we still haven't got hoist. That's mad. He's like the old man of the group. I can't believe we haven't got a hoist. We will we will Insane. we will put hoist on the list. We will put hoist on the list. Thank you. Oh, so, oh okay. If you're going to, can well, I well, can I say one which is very passionate? Sure. A blitzwing. A good freaking blitzwing. What you 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 may be happy. I'll just say you may be happy. Okay. Good. Well, there's another one. So I'm gonna ask kindly, be like, so uh, anyone else who listens uh, from the arc. So if you have a combiner, you know where to throw it. And also, if there is a Blitzwing, you know exactly where to throw it, please. Exactly. I will, and, and I, will, I would literally cry. If you, it, <laughs> le- I will. Put in the comments down below what, what characters you want us to make. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, please. Yeah. Let us know. But there's there's other ones as well that are random, like Power Glide. Yeah. I would like to see Power Glide. That's oh, Power cool. Glide. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we need a Power Glide, right, power definitely. Because I would love to just do something random. Like, even what was the one that was stupid? It was it didn't make any sense. He always hung out with Sea Spray. It was a giant aircraft carrier. I forget his name. He was in one episode where they were searching for Triptocon or something. And I was like, where the heck is he? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, that's, um, he's probably coming on the screen now if you're watching this on the YouTube. He's like, this is the name of the character, Lee. You're an idiot.
what, what, what I want from, from Wave 2, and, and obviously if you can get this in, I'd, I'll be super happy. I want a card that's called either Universal Greeting or Bar Week Grand Ole Mini Bar. Whichever fits yes, easiest. Please. <laughs> that's we need, awesome. We need the Universal Greeting. We need the Universal Greeting, Matt. Universal Greeting. <sighs> so good. Even if it's just that, we're happy. Like, Wait, is, we don't want you guys getting told off. Do you mean Broadside? Yes, yeah. Broadside, yeah. that's it. He's, yeah, he's not a, no, broadside's that's not a, broadside's not a nobody. <laughs> he's, he's, when, I'm like, I didn't even know he existed until one episode. I was like, where the heck has he been? That's funny. Like, he's just a giant aircraft character. That's it's great. Like, doesn't make any sense. Lee's, Lee, like, Lee's, why did my voice go really high? Your, your, your volume know, gets like, higher no. the more excited you get, Lee. Your volume goes way up higher. It's true. <laughs> like, honestly, if anyone understands what this character is, please comment below or get in touch with me on Facebook. He, like, he is a wrecker. What the heck? He is a wrecker. Okay, that 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 goes that goes beyond my knowledge of certain <laughs> comic books. <laughs> uh, that's all. That's all. That's all okay. I remember at the moment about him. So yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, it's just—it's just a random giant aircraft carrier. It's so mad. Right. All right, Dave. Uh, next question, then, bud. Okay. This is again. This is from one of my local guys, uh, guy, a good friend of mine called Blaze. Um, he his question is: I've seen loads of new types with new mechanics of cars proposed by players around the globe, like artifacts, vehicles, locations, etc. Is there anything um, happening like this within the arc? Interesting. So you mean like? things that would come into play such as an item to affect a board state yeah yeah or like a like a starting location you know like how star Locations? wars destiny i don't know if you played it yeah, yeah uh, so like you know iacon or like you know um, space bridge on earth etc so etc et that sort of thing like to give you a bonus i can't say much but i was a big fan of plane chase when i played magic back in the day and i love locations mm -hmm. in the dc rebirth deck building game or marvel champions i'm a huge fan of marvel champions and marvel legendary so locations is definitely something we've been looking at uh, like it's also other things that we've been kind of been throwing out there. We can't say anything's definitive, but everything's kind of on the board right now. And what people want, I mean, you know, we're going to make what people want. So but we're also going to make what, uh, what, uh, what, cool. what also what we need to, right? Yeah, I think I think it's always interesting because it's like you can it's like what you said earlier, Matt. There's like design space. You can either create something new or you can just tread the kind of same waters. But you want if you're going to create something new, you want it to be you know, something that's quite significant. So like, yeah, we can we can take, for example, the second wave of the Alpha Trine Protocols, they had they introduced a new keyword in Sturdy, yeah. which is incredible. Like it's a really cool keyword. Mm -hmm. And and it's just like there's that that was a really interesting design space for like, yeah, you take damage, but then if you're gonna take eight, it's then minus one off that so your character might live. Or like all and it stops Stops those like annoying cards of doing indirect damage. No, no, no damage. So it's, it's really interesting. It is, it is, and like a you know, like that. It's sturdy. It's just it's it's a neat mechanic because it remi it reminds me of uh, Ultra Magnus or like that. You reduce the damage by one. So like you hit them with plasma burst three times, they take one. Like it's just it's it's. I like the whole fact that they're trying to create something new as a keyword. So that's really interesting for them. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, you had Horde, didn't you, in, in Wave 1? Yeah. You had, you had that Horde. Is, so that, that is Adam's, baby. That is not mine. That is Adam's. And uh, actually, I, I believe, <laughs> I believe it's Brian It's really well. cool. Yes, it is. It's, it's, it is so neat. We, we, do you know what's funny? I, I, I don't know if I should say this, but I, I'm going to say it now, just in case. So when we were first making uh, the Horde mechanic, there was an idea to put uh, the character slash the, the, the Raptor with Horde 3 and have little mini Raptors uh, surrounding her. Because, but there's not a lot of continuity for Slash. 
but to have her with a group of little small little raptors or to have like the junkions with the bikes like that we we did throw that around so that uh hopefully something like that will come in the future for more of the characters that are similar like that yeah see see like like i like i mentioned in the review i would love like a just a plain old junkion with either a keyword that says specialist or you know fits all the demographics so you can have a really interesting like junkie on like yeah. basic uh, red car build which yeah would be cool. and then like and that's definitely a lot of people were, were saying that and that's something that we all kind of thought of as well like that so it was something that we, but we just kind of wanted to make sure that Rekkar got his spot like every character that came out to we wanted to make sure that they all got their spotlight because there's such there's a smaller smaller cast this time around and uh, we just want to make sure that every character from the movie kind of got their shine and like the this this kind of release cool. understandable Okay, so uh, next question then is by uh, Michael San- Santino. He says, question, uh, what are the chances of those holding online tournaments to offer skill tiers? For example, novice, veteran, and pro. I've mentioned this before. No one wants to join in and get destroyed. Uh, this may help newer players to get encouraged, have fun, and eventually become more competitive. Or maybe just have a tournament for those who have never been in one before just a thought what are your guys thoughts so we'll open it to matt first well for my personal thoughts not for the arcs but my personal thoughts i believe that the eye of the matrix are probably holding some of the better uh, uh tournaments that are out there i know that there's a few of them so forgive me if i forget all the people that are running tournaments but that's the one that i've heard the most about um i also uh like the fact that they're doing that i know that the alpha triumph protocols are doing their ones with the junkion format which is kind of cool as well but in a game where you want to set a tier level? I think that's interesting. Um, their Junkion was kind of made from that originally. I mean, the Pauper format has been around forever, so no one can claim to create something. But the fact that, like, you know, Junkion exists as a simple play to teach players, but also as a bit competitive, I, I think that's the, that's the unique way to kind of get someone into the game. But, I mean, eventually, what it looks like now is that all the Junkion decks are kind of looking the same, so maybe we can try to change that up with some new characters. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Dave? Yeah, I think I think it's a really really interesting question. You know, particularly um, being a TO myself here in Plymouth, it's it's very difficult to balance like the more competitive end of players, um, and then people because obviously if you're a new guy and you turn up to a store and you get absolutely battered by Optimus Phil Legend, Phil Legend, it can oh, just yeah. be like if you just go like O three and you've lost six games on the bounce, you're like well. What was the point of me going? So, like, one one of the things... And obviously, we can't do this this now, but one of the ways we got around that and it was really successful in Plymouth was a sealed deck for Wave 4. And we did a sealed deck league. So you'd get your, your five packs on day one, build your deck, and then the next week you'd get another booster. And, and you just grow. And then everyone's on a level playing field. But I think the best way of, of doing that, particularly... So you, you can't say, how good a player are you? How how much how long you've been playing? Because there's people like you know I've been playing a lot of card games a long time, but I'm certainly not the best Transformers player. I make mistakes all the time, particularly on oh. camera, and I watch it back. I'm like, oh, face palm. Oh, but, same here, man. All, um, all the time when we used to make videos, the same thing. Like it just it's very much one of those things where people just kind of need to let it go. You know, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah, and it, it's very hard, isn't it? You know, I think the best thing, like you said, to touch on with the, the Junkion. Junkion's a great format for for. Less experienced players because you don't need to have accumulated all the rares and all the no. stuff. You've got cards that are just available in abundance, yeah. and and you can have a blast playing that. And you know, from from those players that are very experienced and, and do play 
And it's something we tried really hard to do in Plymouth was like be welcoming to new players as well and don't necessarily play the best that you can because you want those players to come to your shop or attend your online event in this COVID mm. world. You want them to attend and come back. You don't want them to just go, well, that was pointless. Yeah. Um, so, it, it like, you know, look at ways that um, as TOs, you can welcome those newer players that want to get into it. You know, Mike, Michael's been touching base with me um, about like playing a game over the Christmas holidays via webcam, and I'm 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 psyched for that. You know that that people from the community are reaching out, and and we're going to do that, and, and you know hopefully ease him into to playing because he he so he's got one friend that plays in Florida with him, so like to to give people the opportunity, even if it's just like a casual game, it doesn't have to be yeah. a tournament game, just a casual game, just to and like you know give feedback on people's decks in it in a constructive way and not just like pwn someone and then like oh, oh. Yeah, thanks for the game bye. I, thing, I feel know? that my my very first game of Transformers was against a Bugs deck, and I uh, I sat down and this was after getting my first few packs and getting the starter deck and I got crushed and I I I looked at the person and I said so is this is this the best deck at the moment. And they said, yeah, it's the best deck. No one can beat it. And I said, hmm. So I stopped and I YouTubed and I said, well, what can I do to try to figure out this game? I looked around and I noticed that Wreck and Rule had been making a video and I seen Joe had a link to his Shadow Play deck. So I built his Shadow Play deck and crushed the bugs. And it was, luckily, it was a new bug player. <laughs> but but <laughs> but that feeling of just, you know, getting into the game and seeing that there was a community, it was my first experience to it. And and seeing like, you know, that that exactly like I, I I've never been one to neck deck, but to see that there was already stuff out in the game and people putting it out there to help players learn the game and learn how to build their decks, it's you know, it's a great way. Like you could go way back in there and see the deck instructions from Power by Primus or Wreck and Rule or even the early BOA in some of my videos. And we were really about just getting a card, a deck that had a theme out there, and then you'd see the more competitive stuff. So when looking at like tournaments as well, like I, I really feel that play with who you want to play with because that's probably where you're gonna get the most fun. For a competitive scene, it's it's just gonna come as, as time goes on. Uh, for for us for my meta, which I can say from Boards and Swords and Derby, we had we had a good group of guys who who rallied behind players. Like obviously we would play really harsh decks that we've been building, but then obviously people said, I really want to get this character to work. So then we would honestly after day after a day of tournamenting and stuff, with people who had just either turned up or whatever, we would all get out our box of spares and just go, So what are you missing? And then yep. just give them a wad of cards and then just go, they like, Do you want any money for it? It's like, nah, just come back and play. We wanna we wanna grow the community exactly but also the fact is some people wanted to uh just learn like you were saying matt learn characters which they love so i can i can i can name him on here so sin uh, who's a part of our uh, local meta he really wanted to get shockwave wave one working and he wanted to have an idea of just hand card destruction but also just basically triggering his ability of just having loads of cards and loads of other fun stuff so he basically eventually we worked out a deck where it could just have him and i think it's one of the weaponizers that pings if you play extra stuff to do more damage and stuff and if you draw Ooh. draw more cards is it caliburst yes caliburst yeah it is caliburst yeah and we just basically moved moved along like the idea of just tweaking that deck and seeing how it worked and and it was just a ton of fun and i feel like when it comes to like knowing these tiers like we are going forward what we had ideas for in my meta was we would have 
certain weeks where we go, guys, bring your try-hard decks, bring the decks you want to take to tournaments, that'd be great. The following week, bring just jank. We're going to just try out characters, whatever. And then other weeks we were going to go, right, guys, bring two decks, one Autobots only, one Decepticons only. The name, Your name's in a hat, and then we're going to pull it out and go, like, you're going to play your Decepticons this week. You're going to play <laughs> Autobots this week and try something different. So with, with that, I think it's just like, I think with with like the novice veteran and pro rankings sure no one likes getting destroyed people thought it was weird that i wanted to sit down and watch people play daring escape like when daring escape happened everyone's like oh you're not going to enjoy this and i was like no i want to see this and like when mike played it against me and was like has this been fun for you i was like i can say it has and it hasn't and he was like why and i was like well i didn't get to do much but it was kind of cool to see how that card design was like that so now i know how to destroy it if i want to go against it you gotta respect it i think also you gotta respect it 100 percent. and i feel like with novice veteran and pros sure that's i think that could just comes down to maybe you just have a group of friends that you know that want to play games and just hang out like i know discord is like the perfect place to get you and your mates to play webcam games and you just have those days or nights possibly because the lovely covid is happening So we can't really say meet up at the game store and let's just play some jank or play whatever. But maybe it's like people just need to possibly step up in the community and do right. We got this Discord group coming because I know for for a fact we've got a Facebook group that is all about web games, uh, webcam games that I'm a part of, and there's people always on there looking for games or learning and stuff like that. So Michael, we might have to hit you up with that group so you can uh, touch base. But maybe some people need to just come to the forefront about yeah. possibly that about talking about. Um, it's true having having those different tiers because what makes what makes a pro what makes a novice what makes a, a veteran I, I don't know you know you win one tournament all of a sudden you're a pro you know I, I don't I don't you know I don't I don't really like rankings in a way I think it's a bit bizarre but but um yeah I can I can feel why why it could um could be quite interesting to to obviously be a new player and then just turn up and then just have not a great experience and that and that's what comes with card games like like you guys have mentioned it, Magic the Gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, whatever. If you play a certain deck, you're just going to play that and it's not going to be fun. Like for, for like Magic, I know, what was it? Infect was horrible to play against. You yeah. just automatically lose with Infect and stuff like that. But but yeah, you know, it's just, uh, it's it's something. We'll touch base, Michael. We'll, we'll have to have a few games and just discuss what you want to talk about. And we might, we might have to do something on, on, through this podcast, maybe Dave, in the future. Maybe we do an online tournament or something, maybe. Maybe. I'll be up for that. Maybe. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll, I'll be the scrub right. at the bottom. That'll be fine. <laughs> Sweet. No, right. maybe, maybe they, maybe we have to play decks that the uh, viewers submit us, so they know what they're getting the, ourselves into. So, uh, oh, I'm playing Lee. He's playing this. This. Wow, he's playing that trash that he read on that podcast. That's going to mm-hmm. be great. And I'm like, yeah, but it's going to be fun. I'm going to try and make them work. That's so, awesome. Um, awesome. All right. Uh, next question, then, sir. Okay, this is from Dwayne Bacon. This is uh, from the Facebook community. Uh, He says, Many people are asking for a new icon colour to be anti-Pierce. I'm not sure that's the right answer because of the size of the card set you would need to test. Might I suggest to all the card creators to not make any more black icon cards? We have plenty and you could balance them more by making more blue and orange cards that are better. Are the black icons now more powerful than they were when they were introduced? Uh, well, do you know what? I, I believe that the black icon in the Transformers TCG game have kind of run amok. They, uh, the Pierce, 
that lasts until end of turn for when you flip those cards is just so great. So for a Pierce question, most times we're going to suggest in our next wave that we just maybe test existing pips as a roll, like maybe have an attacker make a black pick, reduce Pierce from the attacker rather than change it at anything drastically. Like that's what we can kind of just test how one character might react. Like orange is probably out of the question, but like, you know, <laughs> you never know, right? So like there's ways to kind of counterbalance that, but also creating a new pip, anything is possible. To to put something down in stone and indefinite, it would be foolish to say right now, but to try to find a way to make this better so that we can try to at least look at that and not make as many black pips is exactly something we can try to look at and understand. You've definitely answered a few of those with your wave, haven't you? Like there's a lot yes. of cards that are in your wave, but also that Wizards created that can stop Pierce. But I feel sometimes when you're a newish player, not saying you are a new player, Dwayne, or anything like that, you, you forget about certain cards that can reduce Pierce or stop yes. Pierce. And you go, oh, maybe I can add that to the deck or whatever. Trilithium Pillating is one of those cards that will solve a lot of your problems. It, it is a pipless card, but the fact that you can play it from your scrap pile is huge. Super huge. It, it's so good. I, I've yes. been playing Troy Lithium Plating with Wave 1 Jetfire and Windblade. It is nuts. It is so good. Exactly. I have a deck with that working with Skywarp from Wave 2. It's <laughs> stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it is it, stupid. It, yeah, the redirection is so, so good. It's such a good card. You know, I think the thing from my perspective, I, I you know, I'm introducing a new pips very, very difficult one. It's, it's kind of yes. like, like dodgy ground, isn't it? I think it, it's, it's kind of risky. I think... But like um, decent answers to Pierce are good, and trithelium plating is definitely something that addresses that. What you don't want to see is a return to blue wall on wall decks. No, I, I, um, I would not. Want and and matches, you know, like yeah, you know, when you've seen games uh, matches go to like one game and then they still haven't finished game one, and then it's yeah. done on on the silly tiebreak system, which is rubbish anyway. That's another another story for another time. But um, no one, you know, no one likes I, to be blued out at all. Like I, I agree, I agree completely. There's got to be a balance. At the end of the day, every archetype should be relevant, but nothing should be dominating too much. And I think orange black is definitely. The stronger thing at the moment, so it's nice to see that in the arc you put trithelium plating because it is like if you've not tried it out, listeners, play that card. It is really good. I was playing against Claire the other day with it, and she was like, "That card is stupid." You know, we were off camera. We were just playing, like, just like you know, because we quite often like we'll play a couple of games just to see if a matchup's going to be worth watching. Because no one wants to watch three hours of me bouncing <laughs> off of Claire's. Or, or like a deck that just complete, you know, like there's nothing worse than a 25 minute <laughs> oh. match where I've got destroyed or Claire's got destroyed. So, but. you know what though? What's I think a card that might surprise you, Confidence Failure. A lot of people may have not noticed it yet, but that cancels almost every secret action you someone plays. So if someone goes to play a secret action, you get Confidence Failure down. It just cancels it right away. It just automatically counters it. So I've, I've yet to get that in a deck, but it does. It's cool. It's got a picture of wheelie. Yeah, on it. Was... And, and, it, and it's one of those cards. It's one of those cards that Lee hates because he can't say it. So. Yeah, I can't say it. You know, my dyslexia runs wild. Like if I can't read it, I'm probably not going to play it. <laughs> just, just being a being a being a content creator, we make mistakes so you don't have to. Is the phrase of my channel. And there's, you know, I say things wrong a lot, <laughs> and it comes back to bite me in the in the butt quite a bit. But, oh yeah, well, yeah, that was so, good, that was good. Someone called it funny failure for a bit. They're like, I'm just gonna play funny failure. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so. But that's a really good question, Dwayne, yeah, th so thank, thank you for you. that. Like, it's interesting to see, you know, um, I'd be interested to see where the art goes in wave two with tackling the black icon, whether you, because there's quite a few black icons in the set, and obviously you've got some really powerful ones like Cosmic Rust Cat. Yes, that, that, card is, that card is wonderfully powerful for a reason. But I mean, it's a, it's it's 
there's i mean grenade launcher exists absolutely yeah you know it's it's a grenade launcher with a drawback at least it's not another grenade launcher that you just play and there's no real and, penalty yeah. to it it's it's gonna it's gonna hurt you um so yeah like it'd be interesting to see where you guys take the ps conundrum in future car design agreed Question six? Yeah, question six. So we've got uh, a question from uh, Sean uh, Samuels who says, why isn't there an easy way to find a spoiler for the art cards that isn't on Facebook? Um, could there be a website or anything in the future? Question Well, mark. Well, I believe they're all on Teletran now, uh, the website that one of the guys in the Facebook thing has been using. Also, we have a file where you can download all the, all the, all the actual pictures if you like. And uh, I believe some of them are there, but that's probably the best way to get all the cards because they have all the most updated versions. So to go to our go to our Dropbox file and just download it and get all the updated files. Piece of cake. Cool beans. Awesome, awesome sauce. All right, another question. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the, this is yeah. Sean's one of my local players. Sean's actually the other TO in in the Plymouth area who who runs stuff at the WPN store, which um, has, is has had a complete. Um, hiatus mm-hmm. since March, really. So, so Sean hasn't got to do, do as much as he probably would have liked this year. But he's he's very, <laughs> yeah. very, um, you know, he's asked quite sort of three questions. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you, yeah. Um, yeah. So the next one from Sean is: How much testing goes into the cards? How much play testing did you guys do? Well, uh, none of us tested anything. We just made up cards and threw them out there, and that's why I disappeared for four months with no videos. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, 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 we test, we, we tested so much, bro. <laughs> we tested so much and the amount of testing that we did, we needed such a good break afterwards that that's why we're breaking until 2021. Cause we tested so much and everybody put in so many hours of just testing back and forth together on webcam with their local play groups, um, f- giving back feedback, five hour meetings every week like that. Like we put in the work and we wanted to make sure that, so you didn't have to put in the work. Cool beans. All yeah. Right. Cool, thank you. Okay, it's so, kind of aggressive. Um, got, <laughs> I know, we're going aggressive with aggressions. Yeah. I love it. Um, right, so another one we've got is, um, it says, um, is there anything the art consider off-limits slash not fitting into the game at all? Kind of like the Japanese Transformers or anything else that might offend people, like the Bay movies or something? Bay versus, you know? So, Bay so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a very, very, very controversial opinion about the Bay versus. Oh, uh, bring it! I want controversy, Matt. I so, love controversy. So, so I, I, I've seen all the Transformer Michael Bay movies. I am not a huge fan of them, but I don't hate them because I like everything that is Transformer. So I can't hate them. But, but, but I don't, I don't step out and say they're my favorite. But I will say one thing: the scene where Optimus Prime is flying towards the Drill Monster versus Shockwave blew me away in the theaters. And it's still one of the most top 10 moments I remember in 3D seeing as a youngin. And uh, as that, and that, yeah, and that's that's the only thing about those movies. But any, about having the Japanese characters, I mean, yeah, man. Like, I, I love Diatlas and all those other characters like Star Saber. Like, I, I love the deep, deep lore of Transformers and especially um, a character that I can't talk about yet. But uh, yeah, so maybe maybe you'll see him. So, so I'm going to say it now, Con- thanks to the edit. The edit kind of got corrupted and I went on a, I can't say his name because it might screw up my audio software, but I went on a heartfelt like love for one scene in the Bay movies oh, and no. it just corrupted everything. So I just, I can't, I'm, I just, I'm just saying, uh, maybe I just don't yeah, talk we'll, about we'll the We'll leave the them out for a bit. It's maybe karma. It's just it's karma. what it is. That, that, that's karma. That, that's, that's like, that's like, that's like God saying no. <laughs> So hopefully that uh, that answered uh, your question, Sean. 
so, and, and also a little insight that he can't talk about one Japanese character possibly in the next wave. So, hey, speculations. Hopefully, it's not the one with all the trains. Uh, moving on, Dave. That's it. That's it. That's it. Spoilers, no spoilers. Spoilers, um, no spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. I, I, I can't but say anything. If we get if we if we get the combiner with the trains, I will laugh. Do you know what? That would, do, you know, do you know what? I mean that. I I I I absolutely love robots in disguise. So you better be careful. <laughs> okay, Matt. Okay, I'm just saying. I know. I know. Made of trains. For one, I always I always take the piss because trains are never on time in England. So I'll be like, he will never show up to a battle. They make their but they make their own tracks. That's it. It's insane. I'm just saying. It's insane. Oh, right, Dave. <laughs> next question. <laughs> okay, this is another one from Nizumi. Nizumi is one of my. I, I, me, and Nizumi go way back. Like he he went to school with my younger brother, and we became friends. And he he's as as. A massive a Transformers fan as I am so he's one of the reasons I got into the game as well so Nazumi has asked he's, he, he's um, what, his question is where do you draw the inspiration for the cards you design from a mechanical perspective oh sure uh, so from a mechanical perspective Sideswipe I'll, I'll, go, I'll go quickly through them so Sideswipe was always designed to have battle masters or weaponize with him in wave 3 but his character doesn't really work with battle masters or weaponizers i find at all like they're very very they just don't work at all so because he relies on characters in the ko zone right so with sideswipe i wanted him to work mechanically with weaponizers and battle masters but also with cars and any other autobot character so he could be just this wrecking machine that can recklessly go into your opponent and you could hit your opponent hard but you may lose him and uh his ability to play battle masters and weaponizers from the ko zone with his stratagem as well, also includes that. So it's a bit of a nod to his continuity with Vanguard as his old action master. Uh, for for mechanics for Bumblebee, Bumblebee, I wanted to be a, a miniature Springer. I really wanted him to, to replace um, Cliff Jumper as well because every card deck that is played has a Cliff Jumper in it, and the fact that you flip for a card then flip back like that to draw two is pretty good. But you could really play some other interesting characters that you can also fiddle around with the stars. So it lets you. It lets you leave the cliff jumper paradox that is hooked on to too many uh, car players right now because you have every car has cliff jumper in it. Uh, for for Sunstreaker, he is very much another techie character like Sideswipe, but with his unique ability in the original Wave Two, he was printed as Bold Warrior but had Tough One. So Brian and I were laughing. I was like, "Why don't we give him Bold One, right?" And uh, and he's like, "That's perfect." So so we, so when we were designing them, we. Uh, we we uh, we put it in there, so that's so that was me and Brian laughing about that. But we, we did that, and uh, it was it kind of was a, a funny nod. But his ability to fetch weapons is very much symmetrical, like the Runner Bros with Sideswipe, where they don't flip to activate like the Runner Bros do. These guys are more dependent on your choices you make. So whatever you do is your own fault if you get crushed. <laughs> <laughs> so they're very much dependent on your own choices. So they they give you lots of choices. So if you if you untap the wrong character or discard the wrong weapon, that's all your fault, not their fault. So yeah, uh, for Wheelie, Wheelie is designed to be the perfect four star car because I cannot stand any of the patrol cars. It's a very common uh, not thing about me is that I feel like the patrol cars they they just they're not on theme. And whenever I put them in a deck and they don't, and I only have one patrol member, something just feels wrong. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> But uh, Wheelie, I wanted him to be a character that really sh stood out mechanically so that 
you could put him on your four wide teams or even five wide teams to be a character that could ping for damage because if you scrap a handheld blaster you can ping someone for two damage but if you just scrap a regular card it's just one but then also his theme of having uh stealth against you know uh, just, uh basically decepticons and uh mercenaries but uh autobots are able to hit him and i think for jazz uh to go into quickly with jazz jazz is very much also my baby when he was first made I kind of threw his idea out and how he was designed. His original name was Jazz Loyal Lieutenant or Jazz Second in Command. And when Wes was brought onto the arc, he kind of came in and he was like, hey, he's like, I have a great name for your guy. Do you mind if I showed it to you? And I was like, yeah, what is it? And he said, out of sight, Dynamite Lieutenant. And that immediately hit home. And I said, Wes, you have to work on this character with me. And he said, perfect. And then we kind of brought, brought him together to make him use as a car that could replace uh, basically Bumblebee, like that um, with Wave 2 Bumblebee, as a nine-star leader that would help you fetch cars, but also getting you draw, but also letting you see your opponent's hand. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna get in there and sabotage you. And we really wanted to get that theme mechanically with Jazz. But for Skybite, it's 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 really it's really just the whole thing of getting to play cards and watching them disappear because nothing Skybite does ever works out until he becomes a good guy. So yeah. <laughs> Love it. I, I love how he, he eats your own deck. That's that's just really really cool. You know, there's a funny story about Skybite. Is he asked the first question, Matt? Because um, Matt Matt was one of these players that was quite disenfranchised by Wizards canceling the game, and he was going to quit. Um, and then he saw the arc, and he's like, Skybite's in it. I'm in. Order me a set. Like when you do the order, order oh, me a set. That's so good. So, that that card man, Matifer, you saved a fellow Matt across the <laughs> pond from from going back into like just you know non Transformers land. So um, thank you because um, Matt's one of our, our our core players here. So that was really really cool to have him stay in the game because of a card. It, it means a lot to me as well because when I was watching that video with when you and Lee were talking about the cards and you brought up that story, my fiance tapped my knee and I had to hold back the tears because. I uh, not to, not TMI. I, I I am very very much a lover of Transformers, and hearing that something brought someone back, the way that the game brought me back like that originally, like the original game brought me back, and if, if I was able to help someone, that's the that's the whole reason I made this set. That's the only if I can just bring someone back or give someone a, ha- a happy moment. That's the that's the main reason why I made it. Awesome, that's awesome. Right, so you've kind of answered my last two questions, which is kind of awesome. Yeah. But I've got one. <laughs> I got one just to finish on, off on yeah, that. So do, obviously, if we're gonna if we're gonna get the good times rolling a little bit here, so um, what has been one of the most shocking things you've probably heard or received from like anyone with your with your wave? So obviously, Dave just mentioned Matt coming back to the game. Is there anything else that has personally been like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened, like that oh my goodness moment? Is there is there anything that stands out to you? Um, well. Well, so far, uh, for, for Oh My God Design Moments, Stan Bush seen my cards and loved them. The guy who wrote the, a bunch of the original Transformers soundtrack. Uh, I've had some negative reactions about some cards, uh, like I said, also with our group. But, I mean, we've responded to those pretty quickly and pretty promptly. But for the most oh crap moment ever was when... Uh, it's, it's a bit of a personal moment, but the most thing is is that my friend who doesn't know anything about Transformers doesn't know he he never wanted to play he he plays magic strictly never wanted to play and every time i've asked him he'd be like i'm not playing and as we were playing him watching bruticus tap and fire those little black pips as bullets and him stop watching hockey to come across the room and say what is this like that is see us playing with our own stuff 
was probably the biggest moment because to see my friend who would never play this come over and want to play it, it's it's a huge moment to see that I could turn my friend who would who would never want to play into a transformer player. Yeah, so now he's now he's now he's now he's on board. <laughs> awesome source. That's fantastic. So, so- that's so, so quick question: What hockey team is he a fan of? Uh, he is a fan of whatever team is winning. So I'm going to go ahead and okay. tell on him. <laughs> all right, okay. Because I was going to say, I was like, if he's a if he's a Leafs fan, I'm just going to laugh. Uh, he, but it's all good. Detroit it's Red Wings. Good. He's he's a Red Wings boy. Red oh, interesting. Yes, yes. Interesting. Okay, yes. okay, mm-hmm. okay. That is that is ins- that's that's different. I'm not going to lie. There. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so um, I think. With that uh, being said, I think that's another episode in the book. Is there anything else, Dave, you want to ask yeah. or anything? Or No, I just want to thank Matt for taking the time to speak to us this evening because, you know, like, massive fan of what you, you guys have done and, and thank you so much for coming on and thank you for the kind words um, prior to, to coming on tonight. Of course. You know, thank you. Like, yeah, you, you guys so you us. guys are a huge uh, part of the community as well and, like, especially as people and as friends like that, like, I always felt like I could kind of just, you know, we could just gel and talk about anything, you know? It's just one of those kind of cool ways that uh, the, the game itself has created friendship, you know, and also just the, the jokes that we make. The jokes. <laughs> <laughs> the jokes the banter the, the banter. banter is what we're all about the banter so yeah so matt thank you very much for taking time uh fa- thank you for coming down from the canadian alps uh, and finding internet <laughs> i have to uh, find and being a part soon. of this episode i have to, I have to oh yeah, yeah i know i was gonna say i was gonna say you need to make sure he's fed you know? it's, it's true he, he yeah um <laughs> <laughs> you know it i love it i yeah. love the banter i love it Oh, no, but seriously, Matt, thank you so much for for, be, uh, for coming on. It's uh, it's really awesome to to have some like content creator out there from the art like reach out to us. Now I know Wes wants to reach out to us. If uh, if any other guys out there from the Bay Formers, from Vector Singer, for anyone, if you want to just jump on this podcast and talk Transformers or anything like that, hey, hit us up. We're always open. Dave and me love you know hanging out and just like Matt says, like. I'm I'm pretty positive at some point we didn't even talk about cards. We ended up talking no. about loads of other stuff yeah, on this. Uh, it's true, man. On this amazing thing, I haven't even opened up the video game vault yet to ask you those because I dare not open that. <laughs> hey, I, dare not open I, I, that. I I promise that I will come back sometime and we'll we'll do another one. Awesome. Oh, that thank is you, awesome. man. Thank you. That'd be amazing. <laughs> so no, guys, you you've heard it here first. Uh, Matt wants to come back, so we'll definitely have him in the not too distant future. Maybe maybe around uh, Arc Wave Two, just before the Ooh, release, maybe. Yeah. Get a, get you guys on maybe a few of the other guys if they want to be a part of it maybe that'd be awesome to do i know wes is dying to talk to you guys dying to talk to you guys i know i love okay we gotta have to reach out wes and if if, if we don't it's all on me i guess so come <laughs> after me, bro. it's great but it's all good but um yeah wes if you are designing a blitzwing you know just just hit me up in my dms mate i've got some ideas i'm just saying it's all no it's good so anyway uh guys thank you very much uh for listening to one shall stand one shall fall the transformers tcg podcast here on uh podbean but also on the youtube channel i've been lee from bleep top productions uh and my good friend uh dave from the energon hustlers dave what have you got coming out uh is there any other videos you're working on recently or anything like that we've we've got uh tomorrow is another battle report so it'll be already on youtube by the time you listen to this so we have got uh some more arc wave one content we have got retgar and chromia bike gang versus megatron the autopop Bane with Astro Train and Night Racer. So that's a really, really cool match and it goes down to the wire. So it's definitely worth watching that one through. I'm going to be doing some deck profiles Ooh. Uh, coming out. 
And big, big news this week, really. Um, me and Claire kind of passed us by without even really n- noticing. And it was like we hit 100 videos, which is pretty cool. We've been putting yeah. out like two two videos a week. So um, I want to give a massive shout out to Peter Innes from Joker's Toy Box in Tunbridge, um, who has to celebrate the Energon Hustlers hitting 100 videos. Um, he's sending me some goodies to give out. So I've got some really cool stuff. I've got some BCW boxes, which are amazing, like for when we can finally get out in the real world again to carry your decks around and your characters in top loaders. Um, Blaster versus Soundwave, 35th anniversary. I've got some really cool stuff, um, some top loaders and stuff, which I'm going to be doing a, uh, a thing on, on um, the UK page. Sadly, I can't offer the international shipping because they're just bang around me, mm-hmm. but... Um, <laughs> Um, we're going to be doing a raffle for that. So thank you, Peter, for sending those um, to us. Um, means a lot. Um, and I'm going to try and do something like... I'm currently at 70 subscribers, so if we can hit 100 by the end of the year, um, I'll do something special. Oh, same. I, I, yeah. I have to start posting some more videos, too. I think I, I, I don't even check how much I'm at right now, but I've got to start posting some more videos. <laughs> it's just... A, it's, I'm just it's saying, just, like, just man, toys I'm, just, I'm not going to throw a knife. You've got toys you do. It's you true. D stuff you do. I'm telling you, man, there's content there that you just, like... You're sleeping it's true. on people. It's would true. definitely check it out. Man. I could I could just talk over playing video games, you know? Who knows? May, I would tune in if you live streamed and just talk about random stuff. That'd be great. Oh, uh, please. So play, play some Among Us. <laughs> oh, my God. It'd be so good. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm upgrading. My smartphone isn't that smart at the moment, so I need to get a smarter <laughs> phone. People keep looking at me weird because I keep using a flip phone. I, I don't know why, you know? You've got a dumb phone. Hey, <laughs> hey, you, you're, you're, it's okay if you're stuck in the early I, I think, 2000s, I, man. I just, it's okay. I just, hey, it's perfectly fine. I get it out, and people automatically think I'm a drug dealer, so i got to be careful. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> With that being said, guys, thank you uh, for being a part of this episode as always. Uh, Check us on the socials. Check out everyone. All their links are in the description below if you're watching on YouTube. Also in the description on Podbean. Everything is there. So go check out Matt. Go check out Dave. And yeah, guys, keep playing Transformers TCG because, yeah, the game is not dead. It's very much alive and it's exciting times for this game. So, uh, yeah, yeah. how could I end this? Oh, yes, because we've got friends from across the pond. I want to wish you, Matt, a Barbie Granawit mini bong, mate. <laughs> oh, that's that 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 sounds a boot, right? Sorry. <laughs> a boot, a boot, right? A boot, right? A boot, right? You gotta go feed that you know? moose, mate. You gotta yeah. go feed that moose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to, 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 to be fair, sorry. All the all the Canadian accents. So I, uh, it, it's true. It's true. It's true. That moose. The, a group of mo- mooses a pack of meese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah th- thanks everyone oh. for listening. Thank you. That's goodbye from me. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. <laughs> goodbye, guys. Until next time. Oh, that's brilliant.